Hello behind the glass, Agent Chris, please. London, raise your right hand. Salute the brief for all of his excellent work. Although, I don't quite know what the hell. Well, black coffee, white coffee, don't be sexist, delivering a parcel. What? This is doing, um, Ian, I bet you won't read out all the texts again. So you've got that right. <laughs> Boy, you've got that right. Me got in trouble doing. One of the fully listening to this show, a, a, a you, for example, you're intelligent, you're articulate, you're well rounded, you're well read. Um, but some of the people listening to the show, and some of the people who phone this show and this station, are as thick as LBC. Really, really thick. Some of the people. Not everyone, not you. Not you listening to this now. No, not you. But Jeff. Jeff didn't even know what show it was. Bless him. Which is, uh, you can see I'm in a kind of a mood today, and this is, this is good. We're going to use this to our advantage. Sometimes I've done a show uh, when I'm in, in, in a mood. That's the fellow who was asleep at the desk yesterday. I've had a picture of a gentleman who was asleep throughout the whole show. Um, when I'm in a mood, I think the show suffers a little bit. Today's show is going to be flipping brilliant because of the mood. I had two blazing rows with two idiots today. Idiots! I was coming round a roundabout, and, I, and this guy from the left just cut in front of me. So I beeped him, and he leant out of his van, and yes, it was a white van driver. I don't want to, you know, stereotype and generalise, but all white van drivers are idiots. He leant out of his van, well, you bloody do this, and I was going, it's a roundabout. I didn't start swearing at this point. So it's a roundabout. I've got right of way. And he's effing and blind and all that. And then a moped pulls up beside me. And the moped goes, yeah, your indicators are broken, mate. And so I leant out and went, oh, what? Well, no, my indicators aren't broken. He said, no, they're not. Then you should LBC and use them then. And this moped started arguing with me. I was going, what's it got to do with you? And he was a learner. So I had a go at him for being a learner. And we had a bigger, and then he started to ride off. And like a lot of people who try and, you try and have arguments with, he didn't have the balls, the intelligence, or the argument to back up his argument, and he rode off like a coward. And boy, I felt good after that argument. I felt good. It was like taking a drug that I've, I read about in a book. It was a, a, a pure adrenaline rush. It was cathartic. I felt excellent. And I'm thinking today, do you fancy having a row? Do you want to have a row with me? Because I reckon, I reckon good argument adds years on your life. That blood pressure being increased, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you live longer. Is there something... Do you want to have an argument with me? The, the deal is today. I could have come on and done some contentious issue, you know, uh, put forward some pretend thing that I don't really believe in. You know, something like, well, 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 we should go and invade Iran. Well, we, we shouldn't have gays in the army. We shouldn't give compensation. All these arguments. People, and you do get some presenters on this style of show that do that thing, where they put forward an argument because they know people will get angry and they'll phone in and argue about it. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to let you... Tell me what you want to argue with. And whatever your point is, I will take a diametrically opposed, completely opposite viewpoint to you. And we'll have an argument about it. And even if it's something I dis- uh, even if I b believe and agree with you, I shan't today. I shall argue with you. Do you want an argument? Phone me up now and argue with me, for God's sakes. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number if you want to have a good argument. I feel the back of my neck getting tense. I'm getting a, a, a tension headache already with this anger. 
Kissy Face is in the Bromley. Hello, Kissy Face. Oh, I can argue about that straight away. Go on, then. Please. Go on. Yes, Kissy Face. Yes. I mean, why have you still put me down as Kissy Face? <laughs> That's your nickname. No, I heard no, you... No, no, I... no, no, no. I was... Uh, Bob, last night, I was... I heard you telling Bob. Clive Ball you wanted to be called Kissy Face on the radio. No, I told him that you'd name me that. I didn't... I know you... It I'm was your nickname. I'm back in Bromley now. I'm back in Liz, Liz in Bromley. I'm not Kissy Face, but I should never have told you that. You shouldn't have told me it, no. No, it was a big mistake. A very big mistake. Yeah, you're in the right mood today, aren't you? I certainly am. Do you want an argument? About what? Any, what about kissy face? Anything you want. Do, do you agree with me, kissy face, that having an argument is a very cathartic thing? It can make you feel young. Yes, because I'm in the right mood today because I've had... Oh. I've had a disagreement with somebody, yeah. and I'm not very happy this yeah. afternoon, so I can argue about whatever you like. What do you want to argue about, Kissy Face? Me kissy Face. Well, listen, it's the name that you, we've got on the screen for no, you. What am I supposed to call you? Me. No, I mean, I could, I could call you a lanky beanpole, couldn't I? You could do that, and that would be or very worse. rude. Kissy Face is a term of affection. By the very fact it's got the word kissy in, it's a term of affection. And yes, this is... No, shush, let me finish. This is... Shush. This is the nickname that you told me was your nickname. Yes, but not a nickname from you, from somebody else. Then why did you tell me if you didn't I want me to call you it? I told you it was a big mistake. Oh boy, wasn't it a big mistake? Oh, it certainly. Oh, was. wasn't it, it miss? Mistake of my life. Wasn't I it wish just? I've never done it. Yes, yeah, so do I. And I might not ring you again. Yeah, but I'm good. Especially if you call me that name again. Kissy face. Excellent. That was fun, wasn't it? That was fun. That was fun. Thank you for that, kissy face. This is what I'm talking about. That was fun, wasn't it? She enjoyed that. She's had a rubbish day. She's had a bad day. She wants to have an argument. And she had an excellent argument there. The problem is, she didn't argue very, very well. Her point wasn't that good. Do you know what I mean? You can do better than that, can't you? Do you want to have an argument with me? And we'll make up and be friends at the end of it. You know, it's not good. Let's not fall out of this. It's just a radio show in the afternoon. Let's, let's get this all in perspective. Oh, I've got an adrenaline rush. This is seriously. Phone up. Have a go. Have an argument with me. You won't win, by the way. You won't win. But it feels good. It's a bit of a buzz. 0870-9090-973-14-4. The time with Heathrow Express. The fastest way to Heathrow Airport. Timing is everything. nothing more attractive than orange peel skin. Well, if you've got unwanted cellulite, that's something you don't hear very often. Depolex brings you Endomology, an impermanent treatment for the appearance of cellulite. And for a limited time, all Endomology treatments are reduced by 25% at Depolex Beauty Clinic on Whitmore Street. Call 020-7486-0852 for your free private consultation. Unveil the real you at Depolex. I know that BGR Bloomer personal injury solicitors are fast and friendly. And I know that if you've been injured at work or in a car as a driver or passenger, and it wasn't your fault, they'll help you for free. There's nothing I don't know about... <coughs> oh. You can now text CLAIM to 81066. I didn't know that. BGR Bloomer. They're your personal injury solicitors. Call 0800-050-1055. It's time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines with Sandy Hall. Thanks, Ian. A man has been jailed for life for strangling his girlfriend and then making an emotional appeal on television claiming she'd gone missing. A mother's at the High Court challenging what she calls the crazy confidentiality guidelines, allowing young girls to have abortions without their parents being told. And there's a massive police presence around Buckingham Palace. The Queen is meeting the Chinese president as part of his state visit. Heavy rain at first tonight. It will dry up after midnight. Quite chilly, though. Eight Celsius the low. Tomorrow, much cooler.
A mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12 Celsius. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now from the excellent Simon Bennett. Thank you, Ian. Right, to M3, out of town. It's still shut from the M25 down to Junction 3. That's right, water after an accident involving a car and a lorry. Pretty bad delays in the area, affecting the M25 as well. Now, if you're heading anti-clockwise and needing to go on the M3, obviously you can't. So you're being diverted off at Staines at Junction 13. Clockwise drivers are being pushed onto the A3, so off at Junction 10 for the M25. So routes through uh, Egham looking very busy and also uh, in the area just off the A3 uh, to get down towards the south to rejoin the M3 at some point. Uh, Perfleet, the A1306, Arturia Road, shut London bound with an accident at the 282 just after the junction. Reports of a fire in Mile End closing Grove Road. Now this is between Roman Road and the old Ford Road in both directions. We've got today's on the A12 Eastern Avenue heading out of town from Hackney Wick after an accident at the Greenman Interchange. That's been cleared now and we're just getting reports of a problem on the district line. No service due to an incident at Putney Bridge. We'll keep an eye on that for you. For the rest of the network, uh, we've got Jubilee and Northern, oh, and Victoria Line delays. Uh, your next update in 15 minutes, LBC 97.3 Travel with Confuse.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. Last month, when the mayor, Ken Livingston, was on with Nick Ferrari, things didn't go so smoothly. There are three ingredients required for a phone-in with the mayor of London, Ken Livingston. One of them is me. The other one is you to make the calls or send the emails. The third one would be Mayor Ken Livingston. He is delayed. Here's what happened next. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Oh, sorry, I'm late, but Jubilee Line's got delays. Yes. One line's down. Will the mayor be on time this time? He's here to take your calls tomorrow morning. Nick Ferrari at breakfast. Weekday mornings from 7. London's LBC 97.3. Have you noticed a nasty rise in your mortgage payments? Wish you could bring them down to a more comfortable level. Here's an idea. Talk to a mortgage expert at Abbey. We've got a range of great flexible and low-rate mortgages that could save you a lot of money every year and make it possible for you to really enjoy your home again. You can start by calling 0800 80 80 80 or by visiting your local branch or abbey.com. Abbey, more ideas for your money. Calls recorded. Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. England's under-21s take on France on Friday, November the 11th. Can England's young guns overcome the tough French side in this UEFA under-21s championship playoff? Tickets are just £10 for adults and £5 for concessions. Get yours now on 0870-420-5000. That's 0870-420-5000. Or log on to lbc.co.uk. England's under-21s versus France. Live at White Hart Lane, Friday, November the 11th. Kick-off 7.30pm with London's LBC 97.3. The 3R4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Oh, ho, ho. hello you. How are you feeling? You're alright. I feel, I am feeling the best. Seriously, it feels like I'm high. And I've, I've seen the films. Of, I've seen Easy Rider. I've seen Five Easy Pieces. I know what those guys get up to. I, I, I'm rushing. Because I had an excellent, two excellent rows today. I had a brilliant row with Kissy Face. She, she wasn't, wasn't a bad starter, but you can do better than that, can't you, London? Do you want to have a row with me? The deal is today. We'll be friends. Don't worry, we're going to be friends. I bet you. I bet you one or two people take this too seriously and it gets a little bit nasty with them and they, they genuinely fall out with me. Because that's, that's not what we're doing here today. We're not making enemies. We're not, you know, uh, we're not falling out. We're just using the power of argument as a life-enhancing force. That's good, isn't it? I'm going to write, there's a book in there, isn't there? There's a self-help book in there somewhere, I think. 
If you want to have an argument with me, phone up. Whatever your argument is, I will take the opposite viewpoint. Just for today, even if it's something I don't believe in, I will take the opposite viewpoint. We will have an excellent argument. I will beat you. I will beat you. Uh, Ian is, uh, from the Hersham is texting, Ian, I'm a white van man, I don't think I'm an idiot. You all are. All white van men are idiots. Without a shadow of a doubt. Steve's on the A13, hello Steve. Hello, how are you? I'm fine mate, what can I do for you? Oh, I'm a little bit concerned about you sort of getting up with us poor little sort of like scooter drivers trying to knock us off all the time. Whoa, Steve, now where have you heard that I was trying to knock you off? Well, not knock me off, but I no. mean them, 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 them poor blokes on them scooters out yeah. sort of like, all over the place yeah. and, and you, you, you want to have a row with them all. I didn't want, the thing is Steve, Go I on. didn't want to have a row with this guy today. He stuck his nose where yeah. it wasn't wanted, where it wasn't needed, he yeah. hadn't seen the incident happen between me and this other car, and yeah. to capital, he's given me road safety tips, he's a learner, he hasn't even passed his driving test, Steve. Hey, I've been driving, shut up, let me finish, let me finish, I've been driving for 15 years, Steve. Now yeah. you can speak. Go on, I'm listening. Uh, no, no. Well, you're obviously not, because I've just told you you can speak now. Right, he, he's got, he might have a full driving licence, but on our plates on a 125. Well, so he hadn't passed the test to be riding that. Well, So yeah. what's he doing giving me driving tips? Well, pro you probably need them then. I mean, if you're sort of like, obviously, Steve, you've got a good reason to give you Steve, tips. this is, this is, well, listen, you can do better. This is one of the worst. I've had better arguments than my eight-year-old cousin. Oh, the thing is, what, well, what was who, that? Who, whose car were you driving? I was driving, I was driving my car. Your car, not your mum's car. Well, it's, she's given it to me, it's my car, it's in my name. Are you sure? I mean, I got told by a reliable friend of mine, Mark, that you actually, you're still driving the, your mum's car. Who, who's Mark, Steve? Why Mark. is, why is... Oh, it's, it's a good close friend of mine. You just, Steve, sure? you've just made Mark up, haven't you? No, I haven't. You just, you heard David Priever saying it's my mum's car, you've made it up. Me, he told me that you can't afford right. a car on your wages. And your mum felt sorry for you and decided to give you her old Steve, banger. Steve, on my wages, I could buy yeah. a new car every single month. Every single month? Every single month, Steve, on the money I get from doing this and from doing where's other the, jobs. Where, the, the fact the is, the fact is, I... Steve, 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 Steve shush, like shush. The fact is, Steve, yeah. I've realised there are much more important things to spend my money on, on uh, yeah. instead of getting a fancy new sports car. What's the point of having a fancy new sports car? I've got a functional car that gets me where I want to go, and it's cheap and reliable. Yeah, well, a fair comment. I've got company cars. Steve, I, be Steve. Cars all the time. Steve I, be I beat you, didn't I? No, you didn't. I beat you, didn't I? I, I? could carry on. This it's good, it's good fun, isn't it? I, I enjoy it. Do you, I Steve, really do you ra do you route, uh, you know, at, at the drop of a hat? No, what, what, what would you have done if yeah. you had a pulled over and this bloke had got off his scooter and pulled a knife on you? Steve, ah, now it's funny you should say that, because I, I, it did look at one point he was going to get off the scooter. And yeah. what, I, what, what I was going to do, uh, the, the trick is, if you're in a car, someone gets off a scooter or a motorbike, you let them get off. You let them slowly walk over to your car, and then you drive off, because what are they going to do? They're on their feet. Steve, thank you very much. Still, the, the argument, the, the, the quality of the argument, not been very good today. You can do better than that. Because seriously, that was rubbish. My mate Mark says you're driving your mum's car. My mate Mark says my dad's better than your... Rubbish, Steve. Rubbish. Hopefully, Chris and the Tooting can do better. Hello, Chris. Hi, hi, how are you, Ian? Chris, I'm fine. How's it going? You're right. Yeah, very well. Very well, thank you. What can I do for you, Chris? Uh, cucumbers. Um, they're, um, I read somewhere they're 100% water. Don't know whether you agree with that or not. I think they are. Cucumbers are... 100% water? 100% water. Well, you say you read it, Chris. Where did you read this? Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. Absolute nonsense. How can they be 100% water, Chris? Because it's just so juicy. Well, it, it, it may be juicy, but how can, there be, how can it be green? How can it be solid if it's 100% water? And what, what? You, you've never... Chris, let's be honest. You've never read the Reader's Digest in your life, have you? Well, 
ice. Ice is solid. That's water. Are you, Chris, you've never read the Reader's Digest in your life, have you? I, I have several hundred copies right here. What's what's on the front of this month's Reader's Digest? It's a picture of a house made out of money with a nonsense monkey sitting on the nonsense. Oh. Chris, I'm not I'm not going to let you embarrass yourself any further. That was indeed embarrassing. Awful, awful. London, come on. I am giving you the chance. To, if you want to beat me in a row, come on. I don't think you can do it. I, I'll take that back. I believe there are one or two people out there who could beat me in an argument listening to this show right now. But they, they, they're too intelligent to phone in, you see, that's the thing. And we're not falling out. Please, I, I know that someone is at some point going to take this the wrong way. It's all going to get a little bit nasty. Let's hover over the dump buttons because I know someone will get upset uh, as they realise I'm better at arguing than they are. But uh, I just want to prove to you how cathartic, how energising it is to have a dark... It's like, it's like going for a long run and having a hot bath. That's how good it is for you to have a good row. 0870-90-90-973. Vic is in the Waltham Abbey. Hello, Vic. Yeah, hello, Ian. Hello, Vic. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'll tell you what. Yeah. You explain this to me. That guy on the scooter got L plates on. Yeah. And he's a learner. Yeah. What about if he's got a car license, he's done his, he's done his driving test, he must know the highway code, mm -hmm. you say he doesn't? Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying he's an idiot. Yeah, I'm no, saying, Steve, you, Steve, you what he's, he's doing... Oh, oh, no, no, you said, you said he didn't know his highway code. If he'd done a driving test, Steve, he's got to pass his Steve, highway code to do it. Steve, he didn't know his highway code because no. he pointed out to me what he was doing. He stuck his nose in when it wasn't wanted about an incident he hadn't seen. He claimed, he was being sarcastic, he claimed my indicator lights weren't working. They were working. I did indicate at the roundabout. He was completely wrong. And also, Vic, he doesn't know his highway code because I was halfway round that roundabout before I was cut up. Whether I had my indicators on or off, I still had the right of way, so his argument was null and void, he wasn't talking nonsense. Oh. <laughs> well, I tell you what... <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, you there? Yeah, Vic, go on, this right, is, this is you good, what? isn't it? Yeah. He still must know his highway coat. No, 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 Vic, you're backpedalling. That, 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 Vic. that you can't get away with. Vic. You won't win that one. Vic, you're no, backpedalling. You won't win it, no. You, you are, won't win. You bless, bless you, you for said, trying, Vic. You said... I've won it. Uh, I've won it, Vic. He doesn't know his highway code because I was halfway round. Vic, listen. He doesn't know his highway. Vic, shush. He doesn't know his highway code because I was halfway round that roundabout before the fella pulled out. Whether I had my indicators on or not doesn't matter. I had right of way. I thank you, Vic. Hold on, hold on. Oi, you there still? Yes. Get off me, listen. There's one other thing you don't know. Go on, Vic. Roundabouts. There's a new ruling for roundabouts. Oh. Well, now. Go on. The bigger the vehicle, yeah. the less you have to give way to the right, okay? Catch you later. Tell her. He's going to hang up. He's going to hang up, isn't he? He's going to hang up. He. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love this. This is going to be my favourite day ever. He hung up there because he'd made up some new rule about the highway code. Oh, Vic, we didn't get a chance to say how much fun that was. This is such good fun. I'm actually getting a little bit hyperactive. I do need to calm down. I've got a can of Coca-Cola here. I shall, shall have that later, because I do not need a sugar rush right now. What, what's happening is I had two excellent arguments today. Not excellent. They were, they were badly ill-conceived arguments on the part of the people I was arguing with. But it made me feel good. It made me feel good. And I want to prove to you today that having a row, especially if you're rowing well, and I've got to say, all of the rows I've had so far in the last 27 minutes... They've not been very challenging. Do you know what I mean? I've beaten them easily. Easily. So if you're going to do this, I know we've got a lot of calls. Uh, if you're going to come on and have a row with me, try and have a good argument. Do you know what I mean? Try and have it well thought out and well researched. 
But I'm proving today that rowing is the best thing you can do for you. It's good for your health. Uh, it's, it's, it's that blood rushing through your, your veins. So exciting. It's better than sex. It's better than running a marathon. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. Uh, you can email, and we've got some cowards emailing in arguments. That, e that, that isn't going to work. I'm not even going to go there. But if you want to email in, uh, it's Ian, I-A-I-M, at lbc.co.uk. And, of course, the text number, which you do know by now, is 0771-776-0973. If you want to email or text in some tips for the, these people who are arguing so poorly, then feel free to. We'll have a look at the text after we've had a little bit of this. In business, as in everything else, the best plans are generally simple ones. With Vodafone's ShareTime price plan, there's no charge for calling your company's mobiles or landlines within the UK. For details, call 08080 741 741. Vodafone. Make the most of now for your business. Subject to status and minimum contract. Conditions apply. We are gathered here to celebrate the life of Jim. A man for whom no one ever had a bad... Welcome to heaven, Jim! Thank you. Here, you will reap the reward of a virtuous life. Bathe in rivers of liquid stardust. Soar through the skies with mighty feathered wings. And dance in crystal ballrooms. What say you, Jim? <sighs> I'd rather be at home. Oh. Digital TV, broadband, phone and video on demand. Home Choice, your digital home network. Visit homechoice.co.uk for more details. Subject to local availability, BT phone line and a 12-month contract. The three-hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Rowing like there's no tomorrow on the text. Ian, uh, you are so naughty, you shouldn't make fun of Kissy Face. Uh, Ian, you can never have a row. To argue with a nine-stone weakling is cruel. Go and do your homework, says Johnny of the Brixton. Uh, Ian, I'm too chicken to call, but my argument would be that Ian should not be sacked. Um, I bet you drive like a big soppy girl. No, I'm an excellent driver. Um, Ian, you're rubbish again. I said so before. I wouldn't make... Oh, here's the news. Available on DAB Digital Radio. London's LBC 97.3. At 4.30, I'm Sandy War. A man who reported his girlfriend missing on Valentine's Day has been jailed for life for her murder. Paul Dyson strangled 22-year-old Joanne Nelson at their home in Hull. Hundreds of Tibetans and human rights activists at a stage of die-in outside Buckingham Palace tonight, where the Chinese president will be a guest of honour. Protesters want to draw attention to what they call the Chinese president's reign of terror in Tibet. He's here on a state visit. A mother of two teenage daughters is challenging guidelines which allow children to have abortions without telling their parents the challenge being mounted at the High Court. Currently, doctors are allowed to respect the confidentiality of those under 16 years old. The French government is bringing in 50-year-old laws to crack down on riots. Curfews could be imposed across the country, banning under-18s from the streets from 10 at night until 6 in the morning. Work to make nearly all of our busiest motorways four lanes in each direction is likely to start in 2008. The possible date for the M25 widening has been given by the Highways Agency. It's inviting bids for the contract, which is worth around £1.5 billion. The busiest western section of the M25 is currently being extended to five and six lanes in places. 500,000 drug deals have been stopped on London's streets, according to Met Police, during the first year of their new crackdown.
lockdown, they've seized hundreds of kilos of cocaine, heroin, cannabis and ecstasy. Gwyneth Paltrow has been keeping mum about those pregnancy rumours during an appearance at Selfridges on Oxford Street. She turned up in a ruffled skirt and a belted coat, hiding any hint of a bump. She's been unveiled as the new face of the cosmetics firm, Estee Lauder. Later in London, at a quarter to seven, if you want to get involved with mountaineering, the British Mountaineering Council are holding a session this evening in the Edward Lewis Theatre at UCL. Funny stories from the BMC to get you involved with the climbing organisation. The weather, heavy rain at first, it will dry after midnight at 8 Celsius. Tomorrow, much cooler, a mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12. It's 4.32. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now from Simon Bennett. Many thanks. Right, the M3 closed out of town from Junction uh, 2. That's the M25 down towards 3 at Lightwater. It's an accident involving a car and a lorry. Perfleet now over in Essex. Uh, we've got the arterial road. The A1306 shut towards London. It's an accident just after the A282 junction. We've got uh, reports of a fire in Mile End that's closed Grove Road between Roman Road and Old Fort Road. And one lane shut for roadworks on Grosvenor Place in town going south southbound in towards the Victoria one-way system. It is busy from Hyde Park Corner because of that. Now, we had uh, a broken-down vehicle closing a lane on Oxford Street for westbound drivers approaching Marble Arch. That's been cleared. Uh, we're still looking at uh, problems on the M25 for clockwise drivers. Just had a call, in fact, to say that the overhead signs in Essex are warning that the A2 has been shut coastbound just after the A280. Uh, if you can shed any light on this, then do give us a call. The number to catch us on is 08068 District Line still reporting no service between Putney Bridge and Wimbledon after an incident at Wimbledon. Uh, Victoria Line has delays and Southern and Southwest are running late out of Clapham. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 15 minutes with Confused.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. London's LBC 97.3 the 3R 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. I now have a girlfriend as the direct result of the Ian Lee show. Rosanna Samir, Ian Lee, Charles Bajasilika, South Bajas Buck. LBC 97.3 per. Hello, you. Oh, it's a cracking half hour. We're celebrating the magic of arguments. It's such an ill-conceived concept. But we're through with doing it. We're just about getting away with it. I had two cracking rows today. Slightly frustrating because what the, both fellows drove away. So it was kind of unfinished. I guess that's partly why I'm carrying it on now. But I, I genuinely believe, genuinely believe, hand on heart, that having an argument is, uh, it's so cathartic you can get rid of all of your tension, your anger, your stress. It can all come out in one. But the thing about argument, it's not just shouting. A lot of people are just phoning up with half uh, thought, ill thought out, badly conceived arguments and ideas and just shouting and just sticking to a point and not listening or responding. That's not an argument. That's just being a little bit silly. That's just, that, that's how 12-year-olds argue. Every call we've had in the last half hour argued like a 12, argued worse than a 12-year-old, some of them. You can do better than that, can't you? If you want to have an argument with me, and we'll be friends, we'll still be friends and, you know, it'll be nice and stuff, but if you want to have an argument with me, give me a call, 0870-9090-973. I will take the opposite standpoint. Um, it, Sorry, I'm, Ian, I'm sitting in class and people are laughing at me for listening to you. Why? You, you should be working, for goodness sakes. Ian, I, we're getting lots of challenges on the text. Ian, I could easily beat you in an argument over Harry Potter. Don't be a coward. Phone in. Philip from South Norwood. If I say the monkeys were a great group, would you argue with that? Philip, call in, you cowards. I will take the opposite viewpoint in any argument and I will destroy you.
You can't argue. And also, if you've got any tips on how these, these, these losers that have phoned up so far could argue better, then give us a call or a text, 0771-776-0973, or email, Ian lbc.co.uk. And Suhaber's emailed in and reminded me, today is the last day of the beard growing competition. So all of you hundreds of gentlemen and two or three ladies out there who've been taking part in the beard growing competition, email your pictures in today. We will collect the pictures at the end of the show and we will announce the winner tomorrow. I'm going to take a picture of my beard and Agent Chris's beard, put it on the website tomorrow. We will decide who the winner is. Tina's in the Kent. Hello, Tina. Hello, guys. Hello. What? Oh no, sorry, he's a nice one, you must be Ian. Oh, already you've gone in there with a cheeky, a compliment by calling me Clive then, a cheeky insult. Nice one, Tina. What can I do for you? Well, I'm just wondering, this old uh, moped malarkey, how do we know that he's not telling the truth and he obviously saw something we didn't? Because you have to take my word for it, Tina. Do you know what the truth is? Yeah, I do know what the truth is, yeah. Really? Well, yeah, I do. And what, what happened today? The thing is, Tina, you listen to this station and to this show because you expect, you kind of rely that the person who's talking to you, i.e. me, David Prever, James O'Brien, is going to give you the truth. You have to kind of go along with that preset, otherwise the whole station doesn't work. So, if you think... Have you finished? Sorry, gone. This is see, this is it. This is what I'm talking about. This is a twelve year old argument. A grown well, woman Tina 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 Shut up. I haven't finished. I haven't finished, Tina. I haven't finished. This grown woman is responsible for a child the best she can do as her point of argument. Tina let me finish a sentence, you're not listening. The best you can do is do a childlike snore. You shouldn't be responsible for children, Tina. You shouldn't be responsible for children, Tina. <laughs> You're brilliant. It's good fun, isn't it? It is. It's cracking fun, isn't it? Having a good round. Because when you get on, you lose your thought. And I've got my um, children babbling in the background, <laughs> and they're making more sense than you, so I'm now listening to them instead of you. Tina, go and listen to your kids. It's good fun, this, isn't it? I'm loving it. I'm loving this. Oh, I, I, I do feel very excited. Um, uh, Paul's in the Harlow. Hello, Paul. Hello, Ian. How are you? Oh, Paul, Paul's already in the serious. I'm not going to be swayed by anything this fool has to say. I'm going to concentrate on my weak argument. Paul, what can I do for you? I don't have a weak argument. My argument for you is, uh, I actually don't argue with people. S say that again, sorry? I do not argue with people. Okay. And I find, find this show is... Uh, such an excellent idea. I find it really good fun what you're doing, that you're actually making people yeah. argue with you. Yeah. Paul, Paul, yeah. you've not seen through this at all, have you? I, you sound quite intelligent. You've not seen through this at all, have you? This oh, yeah. is, the, what we're doing today... Do you is want an argument? I think that you could pass the police entry-level exam. I thought that would, Paul, let's just stick with your first point. You're saying this is a brilliant idea for... This is yeah. the laziest ill-thought-out, worst-conceived, written-on-the-back-of-a-fag-packet idea for an hour of broadcasting that has ever happened. And you think this is a good idea for a radio? Yeah, you're still doing it. Yeah, it is. Paul, because, i tell you why. Because me and my producer are lazy. We both got in a little bit late today. We had nothing better to do. This was us going, what can we get away with today? We read a load of texts yesterday. What rubbish can we get away with today? I know. Let's not even put out a topic. Let's get people to phone in with their own topic and we'll row about it. And you think that's good radio, do you? The best ideas are Paul, the you, ones. Paul, you are a fool, sir. <laughs> you are an absolute fool. And a dedicated listener. It's good fun, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Listen, thank you for calling 0870 Oh, this is good, isn't it? This is good fun. If you want to have an argument, I will take the opposite viewpoint to you. 
I promise. And I will beat you in an argument. I've beaten everyone so far. All these people are texting in, oh, phone me up, I'll argue with you. No, 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 no. You phone me up. Oh, Ian, you got me fired by my dad last week, live on air. Let's argue about that. <laughs> I remember that. He wasn't very good at his job, Simon, if I seem to remember correctly. Um, uh, you know, I thought I'd let your listeners know. Oh, I'm not even interested in that. Um, uh, so someone's just texting in Brentford. Two people are texting in Brentford for some reason. I can't know why. Um, let's go to Asan in East Ham. Hello, Asan. Oi. Listen. Yeah. Right, I've had it up to here, yeah, with people thinking they own the pavement. Yeah. Yeah, everyone should walk on the left-hand side of the, of the pavement, you understand? Would, would, so what, split the pavement into two separate, split the pavement in half, or have one person on one side of the road, the other people going on the other side? No, no, of course not. On well, Asan, put your point forward listen, clearly right, listen, and competently. Hey, listen, listen, hey, listen, listen, if it's a narrow right? Yeah. You can't have people walking all over the place willy-nilly, right? You have to have people with some kind of structure. So people... On what? On the same pavement? Hassan, you can't, Hassan, bless you, listen, you can't even string a sentence together. This is embarrassing for everyone involved. Listen. You can't even, you can't even verbalise your point or your Hold argument. On. How are you going to win? Hold on. No, 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 don't have, don't behave like a 12 year old. Listen. Everyone. I'm listening. On the, <laughs> like, we drive on the left hand side of the road, you should walk on the left hand side of the pavement. People wouldn't bump into each other. Yeah. People wouldn't get in each other's way. Hassan, you've explained this point so badly. Do you mean you're going to split one pavement in half? No. Or, or are people on the left hand side of the road going to walk on the left? And people. Well, you, you ex explain it properly, man. I am explaining it. You're not listening. I'm listening and I'm not getting anything out of it. If this. you're walking on one side of the road, yeah. right? And there's another person coming in the opposite direction to you. Yeah. If they're walking on the left and you're walking on the left, you will both be all right. You won't get in each other's way. So you're way. splitting the pavement in half. That's what we're saying. You're not splitting the pavement well, in what half. What are you? Ian. This is awful. This is. What do you this mean? Is, it's awful. Uh, this is awful. I've had better rows with my cat, Asan. Your comprehension isn't very good. No, my comprehension is spot on. I tell you, why I can't have an argument with you, Asan. Go on. It's because when you go on Clive Ball's sh uh, show, you let him call you Ashan. Listen, you I haven't even got. No, let me finish. You haven't even got the or the backbone to correct <laughs> Phil uh, uh, Clive Bull uh, and get him to get your name right. You let him call you Ashan when we know your name is Asan. No, have some gut. Have some balls, you man. Know that. Hey, you have can't some balls. balls. Four thirty in the afternoon. Listen. <laughs> Go on. Also, yeah. two people. Asan, Asan, quickly. This is good fun, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Go on, carry on. Carry on. Go on, carry on. I'm beating you, but carry on. Come on. Hey, listen, you can't have two people, right, yeah. walking together on a narrow pavement. That's awful. Supposing right? they're, they're lovers. Who cares? They can walk one behind the other. Supposing one person's elderly and needs to be supported by someone else. You're going to still have Grab onto the shoulders of the other person and walk behind them. Oh, now that's awful. Grab onto the shoulders of someone and walk behind them. That's yeah. the best you've got, is it? If someone's elderly and needs to be supported, and you'd, let someone, you'd let someone... Maybe they can't hold a walking stick. You'd let someone hold them by the shoulders. A wheelchair? Oh, yeah, because everyone can afford a wheelchair that needs it, can't they? Oh, my God, go on. The NHS give you a wheelchair. No, they don't. There's a six-month six waiting list. Well, they can wait for six months. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen, I, I, I can't argue with you because you don't have the guts to tell Clive, Bo uh, Clive Ball that your name yeah. isn't Ashran. Your name isn't Ashran, it's Asan. Yeah. Well, tell that to someone. Asan, listen, man, for God's sake, stick up for yourself. If someone Where's gets Clive your Ball? name right, if someone gets your that. name wrong, steam in there and say, I'm sorry, Mr. Ball. Yes, your show is excellent, but you've got my name wrong. But it's good to be called different names, Ian. It certainly is, isn't it, Lorenz? Shack it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, seven up. I'm loving this. 
The concept is very simple for this hour. You phone up, whatever your argument is, I will take the opposite viewpoint. And I will beat you in an argument. If you want to text in as well with some tips, all the arguments we've had have been really disappointing. I thought you'd have been a little bit better. Just awful. I, w I would give you all the best for three out of ten. Three out of ten. Any tips for arguers, then give us a, a text, 0771-776-0973. But it's all good fun, isn't it? It makes you feel good, really. We'll have more of your arguments uh, after we've had a little bit of this. It's now 4.44. The Time with Heathrow Express. The fastest way to Heathrow Airport. Timing is everything. If you want to profit from property, don't go around the houses. Take the inside track. Inside Track could show you how you could build a successful property portfolio. Attend the free introductory workshop to find out more. Call 0870 or log on to insidetrack.co.uk. What's that, Hero? Johnny's trapped in the well. Who's Johnny? The barn's on fire. What barn? We live in Lewisham. Oh, the boys next door kicked a ball through the window, so now it needs replacing. Well, who can I get to do that? Oh, really? I will. Thanks. When you're facing domestic disaster, call 24-7 Hero. Night or day, we'll get a tradesman to your door fast. The service is free and tradesman's performance is monitored. So next time your home needs an emergency repair, from roofing to plumbing, glazing to wiring, make sure you call 24-7 Hero. Call 0800-707-6767. 0800-707-6767. Or see 247hero.co.uk. 247hero, the homeowner's best friend. Currently available inside the M25 only. Time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines with Sandy Wall. A man who murdered his girlfriend and then reported her missing last Valentine's Day has been jailed for life. A mother's at the High Court arguing that she should be told if her 13-year-old daughter ever tries to get an abortion. And police say they've stopped £22 million worth of Class A drugs getting onto London streets in the past 12 months. Heavy rain at first tonight will dry up though after midnight at 8 Celsius tomorrow. Much cooler, a mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12 Celsius. Thank you, Sandy. We'll be back with more arguments after we've got the latest travel news from Simon Bennett. And let's have a look at some of your calls. Thank you if you have called in on the jam. And I'll give you the number in just a tick. Pat, Jamaica Road says uh, solid out of town towards the Rotherhithe Tunnel. And uh, Clive in Northolt on the A40 uh, reporting a closure out of town with a serious accident at the target roundabout. Queues there back to the Hangar Lane gyratory. Well, signs on the M25 warning that the A2 is closed. Coastbound just after the A280. Still waiting on updates on this as to whether it's true or not. So 08,068 at 6080. Still the M3 closure out of town from the M25 to Junction 3 at Lightwater. Probably going to stay closed uh, until 7.30 tonight. Drivers are diverting off at the M25 Junction 10 or 13. That's uh, the A3 and Staines respectively. And uh, imperfectly the A1306 Arterial Road shut London bound with an accident just after the A282. And uh, public transport there. We've got District Line no service between Putney Bridge and Wimbledon following an incident. Victoria Line has delays and Southern and South West reporting delays at Clapham Junction after a broken down train. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 15 minutes with Confuse.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. Some people talk about the weather. Some people only talk about themselves. Some gossip, some tell tales. Some rabbits waffle and prattle. Some speak the truth. Some speak out of turn. 
Some people speak for us all. Some make sense. Some make enemies. Some make a fool of themselves. And some people make us understand effortlessly where they're coming from. Some people drive us up the wall. And some people captivate us. Everybody has something to say. Are you listening? London's LBC 97.3. Real life. Real London. Oxygen. Fantastic waterside apartments in Royal Victoria Docks. Moments from Olympic City and Canary Wharf. Due for completion in 2008. Be first to buy with prices from £235,000. Call 020-7055-8000. Premier launch Saturday and Sunday the 12th and 13th of November. Call 020-7055-8000 or log on to oxygen.co.uk. The 3R4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Mmm, hello you. We're having fun, we're having arguments today. We are having on-air arguments to prove not to be contentious, to be a shock jock. Remember that phrase in the little shock jock? Yeah, rubbish. Just to prove that arguments can be great fun, man. If you have a well... The thing is, to make an argument good, you've got to have a well-constructed argument. You've got to be good, you've got to believe in it, be passionate. I am arguing you all out of the water. And I won't give out the number. If you know the number, give us a call. The phones are racked up, so I won't give out the number. Uh, before we go to Don in the Batsy, how would you like the chance to win copies of November's Book of the Month, Salem Falls by Jodie Picoult? I would like a copy of that. I don't know if I can blag it, but I should try. Uh, all you would do is join the LBC 97.3 Book Club uh, and get a taster of Salem Falls by logging on to www.lbc.co.uk. And you could have your review posted on the LBC 97.3 website. Yes, it could happen to you. Uh, it's the LBC 97.3 Book Club online and on air. Oh, coming up after five, well, me and Chris, me and Agent Chris, have come up with what we think is the best topic we've ever, has ever been discussed on uh, Speed Space Radio. Genuinely think it's excellent. Uh, e oh, li listen to this, Maya. You fool. Here's a tip, Ian. When the caller is arguing back, turn down the volume on your mic so they have an equal chance when you talk over them. we've got an equal chance. The, we're, uh, the levels are exactly the same for my mic as it is for their phone. Coward. Ian, a tip for arguing is to speak loud and slow in a patronising way as if the other person is thick. They get in a right huff and all flustered uh, and speak rubbish. From uh, Andy in Croydon. Uh, who I believe is a girl and wants to go to Paris with me. Well, I can't go to Paris with you, but it's a good point. Don is in the Battersea. Hello, Don. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm mate? fine, mate. What can I do for you? Listen, this business about you and the driving, right? Here we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out of order. Do you know that? You're out of order because I can no, tell you exactly what you did. Yeah, right? go on. And the reason why, Don. The reason why you, no, 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 no. Tell me what no, I did, no, Don, because you weren't there. Tell me what I did. Old Jules, geezer. Tell me what right? I did. What you did is that you came to this this roundabout, right, and you didn't indicate. Right, you didn't indicate okay. what you did because, like, you're 15 years of driving, you got into bad habits. Yeah. You you approached a roundabout, okay. you looked quickly left and right, and you proceeded, right? Yeah. And then you saw this driver who was probably just entering the roundabout, and you weren't indicating where you were going. Right. So as far as he's concerned, you could have been taking the first exit on the left, you could have been going straight, but you didn't indicate. Second, right? The guy no, no, Don, 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 we do one point, Don, 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 we do one point at a time. We do one point at a time because I can't remember all of your boring, ill-thought-out argument. Oh, I can't be bothered to remember it. Shut, shut up. Now chill. listen, the thing is, Don, you weren't there. I had, I did use my indicator. I'm not like you, Don. 
I'm not, I'm not a lazy, rubbish driver. I haven't picked up bad habits. Any bad habits I've picked up in my youth, I've discarded... Well, Shut up, Don. Any bad... Don, let me finish. Any bad habits I've picked up in my youth, I've discarded as I've uh, entered maturity. I'm a 32-year-old responsible driver that quite often has children in the back of my car, so I drive carefully, I drive safely, and I always indicate a roundabout. So I find All it... Right, uh, Don, let me argue your point. I find it... Don, Don, I find it offensive... That you're you chatting, think yeah. uh, I don't? Yeah, because I'm arguing. I'm putting. I'm arguing the point that you've just put to me. Don, Don, you've you've put a point to me. I'm arguing with it. Let me argue with it or not. So, if you want to just rant on, then rant I'm on. Winning. That's why. That's no, why. No, Don, you you're not. Right Don, do you want me to answer the point you put forward, or do you just want to ramble on and do a monologue? Because I will yeah. let you do a monologue. You're getting upset now, aren't you? Do you want to do a monologue? No, you go on. Okay. I always indicate when I get to roundabouts, Don, I drive responsibly, and it really LBCs me off when idiots don't know how to use roundabouts. They don't know you're supposed to indicate. They don't know who has the right of way. All right. Your second I, point. My, uh, just to continue on from that, right, what's your, you say you're a responsible driver. What speed were you approaching that roundabout? Twelve miles an hour. See, you can't remember what speed you're approaching around about. The what? guy said to you that you, the what? guy said to you that you indicate. You said 12 mile an hour. You weren't driving at 12 mile an hour because the speed limit is 30 mile an hour. You'd have people tooting them telling you speed Don. up, speed up. Don. I, I don't believe you. I don't believe it. And because this guy stepped forward and he saw you and you got upset, right, because he's come out from nowhere, as you claim, he actually saw you and he came to the other guy's defence to say, listen, mate, Get to the you, point, you, Don, you didn't have your indicator on, so if you would have had an accident, you would have Get had a witness point, Don, to say that you weren't getting... No, 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 Get no, to the no, point, Don, you're boring, and let me come no, in and... No, and, 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 and no, 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 I Don, the point. The point Don, is what, you didn't indicate. Don, and you no. can't prove that you did indicate, because I don't believe you did indicate, right? And the guy, that's why he was screaming at you. Don, that's why someone at a roundabout Don, shouts at you, right? Because he says, what are you doing? All right. Why don't you indicate? You're repeating you yourself, indicate. Don. You're repeating yourself now. Your point then was, I couldn't have been doing 12 miles an hour as I approached the roundabout. That's what you're saying, I should have been doing 30 miles an hour. What? Have. Don? How do you know you're doing 12 mile land if you, if you haven't got a digital clock? Because I know you've got an old Jing Bang car, right? You haven't got one of these new cars. You've got some old Jing Bang car. You didn't use your indicator. And the guy on the motorcycle saw you didn't use your indicator. You was going round it. Don. The other guy came out. Don. And you started screaming Don. and shouting at him. Don, do me a favour. Shut up. No, you don't know. Okay. No one approaches a roundabout. Only idiots like you, Don, in the Battersea, approach a roundabout. Uh, th that roundabout. Shut up. Shut it. At 30, Don, only idiots like you, Don, approach a roundabout at 30 miles an hour. Are you insane? Do you yeah, not yeah, slow yeah. down? Let me finish, Don. You do not slow down when you approach a roundabout to see what's going on. You just approach it at 30 and just go round it. What you do is it, Don? Reverse psychology. Now you're trying to turn it round back on me no. when I actually told you what you were doing. I'm at a roundabout right now, mate, and I'm indicating... And you're on the phone, uh, are you, Don? You're on the phone? Uh, no, hands-free, mate. Hands -free. Shame on you. Shame on you. But you haven't got a hands-free. Shame on you. No, I haven't got a hands-free. They're ridiculous. What? I don't use the phone when I'm in my car. I think it's oh. ridiculous and obscene. And you've got a mobile phone that I don't believe you. See, you're telling you're me done. again. Right, just Don. like you're saying that Don. you, you were indicating Don. you wasn't. Don, 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 Don. This is fun, isn't it? It is fun. Are you enjoying it? Really how, do, how do you think you're doing? I would give you four out of ten at the moment. No, no, no. I think I did better than that. What would you I, give I, yourself? I, I think I'd give myself five and a half because I think I actually proved the point, right? You've not proved and anything. You, you, I have proved the point. You've not proved anything. I right? have proved. Don't you proved? You proved nothing. I, I have proved. The point. And now I you're just now you're all you're doing now is just repeating what you just been saying. This is cracking fun, isn't it? I've got a little bit quieter in my ears. Have I, would I have nudged a switch or something? Has something happened there? I don't quite know what's happened. Maybe it's maybe my, maybe I've actually gone deaf. Well, that seems a bit better. Did anything change? Ah, oh, there we go.
<laughs> bless you. Helen behind the glass, I love my mic I'm shouting too much. I'll come off mic the next time I shout. I apologise. I think I'm sending all the needles crazy. Uh, we're arguing. This is fun, isn't it? Ah, oh, he, he was he was the best so far. He was rubbish, but he was the best so far. Can you do better than that? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. If you could learn the secrets of stock market millionaires, would you listen very carefully? Hi, I'm Darren Winters. I've taught over twelve thousand people my strategies to generate immediate monthly cash flow and incredible long-term wealth from investing in the stock market. Whether complete beginner or expert, I'd like to show you how I believe you could maximize your returns whether the stock market goes up, down, or sideways. In my free three-hour seminar, I'll also share with you my three essential skills to knowing exactly what to buy, when to buy, and when to sell, and reveal how I believe you could produce a second income from investing just one hour per week. I'll also explain why I feel right now could be one of the best times ever to start investing in the stock market. These free seminars, Your Way to Stock Market Wealth, are taking place in London and Heathrow this month at times to suit everyone. Places are limited, so book your free ticket now on 0870-112-1234. That's 0870-112-1234 or go to winninvesting.co.uk. The three-hour, four till seven, Ian Lee, afternoon wireless show. Ah, that was the best argument so far. Well done. That was the best one. Still bad. Still, you know, I've had better arguments with 13-year-olds in a playground, but that was pretty darn good. Uh, Adam's in the Twickenham. Hello, Adam. Hello, Ian. Are you, are you enjoying this? I am indeed, yeah. It's good it's fun, good. isn't it? It certainly is. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing here, but go on. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, talk about Clive Ball and how sort of rubbish he is, really. Sorry? Just wanted to talk about Clive Ball and how. Why do you think? Why do you think Clive Ball's rubbish? Oh, his topics are just so boring. It's just mm. sort of something you listen to go to sleep to. It's never any anything interesting. Adam, I what? mean, your show is sort of like much better. No, not at all. This show is a watered down version of what Clive Ball does. Clive Ball has been at this station what twenty years, something like that. The longest employee at LBC ninety seven point three is Clive Ball. You don't last twenty years in a job, Adam, unless you are absolutely brilliant. And the way I tell you why Clive Ball's a genius, and Clive Ball but is. Your, a... But your show is much Adam, much better. No, nothing. This show is. If, if Clive Ball gets 100%, this gets 10% in comparison. Clive Ball is a genius because, whereas when I'm in here, you can hear me pushing the button, you can hear me tapping people and getting them wound up, Clive Ball does very little. He just sits there, he'll just chip in every now and then, and he'll get people wound up by doing so little. That is the sign of a master. I am just merely a student sitting at the feet of the governor that is Clive Ball. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's such a wuss as well, isn't he? I mean, like oh. he was talking about the other day, I mean, there's no way he'd take you in a fight or, or anything. Well, come on, I would, the thing is, I would have to resort to talking about fighting and stuff like that because I haven't got the intellect, I haven't got the skill or the experience that Clive Bull has got. Clive Bull can, can crush me in, in so many more imaginative, uh, intuitive ways. The man's a broadcasting genius. You don't, Clive Bull gets, the, the highest listening figures on this show, on this station go to Nick Ferrari, which is what you get for, for a breakfast show. This show, should get the second highest figures. It doesn't. Clive Bull's show gets the second highest listening figures to any show on this station. And that's, you know, he's on at 11 o'clock at night, and yet he's still pulling in the second biggest listening figures on this station, Adam. The man yeah, is a genius. People are li just listening to go to sleep because they're not interested. It's just something background, background people, noise to go to sleep. Most people go to sleep without any sound at all. The fact they bother to tune into a radio station so that they can go to sleep with someone, it's, it's so personal to have a man talking to you while you're falling asleep. Most people don't want it, but yet most of London wants to listen to Clive Bull while they fall asleep, which is one of the greatest compliments you can pay anybody, Adam, to, uh, to, to, to say to somebody, would you mind talking to me while I fall asleep? That's such an intimate thing to ask. 
The man's a genius. Adam, good try. Good try. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. Oh, I am loving this. We'll keep this going through the next hour a bit. If you want to have an argument, I will take the opposite viewpoint to you. I will argue, I will, <laughs> I will destroy your argument. All of your arguments so far have been rubbish. The best we've had was that fella. I can't, was it Don? I think it was Don. I would give him a four and a half. That's not good. Out of ten. You can do better than that, can't you? Do you think you can? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine. And don't just come and go, oh, do better than that, for goodness sakes. And coming up in the next hour, as well as your arguments, I have here the best topic you will ever hear. Not only on this show, not only on this station, on any speech-based phone-in radio show anywhere in the world, we have come up with the best topic. 0870-9090-973 will reveal more after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Five o'clock, I'm Sandy Wall. A man who reported his girlfriend missing on Valentine's Day has been jailed for life for her murder. Paul Dyson strangled 22-year-old Joanne Nelson after what he claimed was a row about housework at their home in Hull. The judge said he must serve at least 16 years in jail before being considered for parole. Hundreds of Tibetans and human rights activists at a stage of die-in outside Buckingham Palace tonight where the Chinese president will be guest of honour. Protesters want to draw attention to what they call China's reign of terror in Tibet. There were complaints of heavy-handed police on a previous visit to London, but Sky's foreign affairs editor Tim Marshall says this time the approach is more diplomatic. They take the softly, softly approach, lay out the red carpet, and then in the middle of the negotiations about trade, the environment, you also say, now look, we do have these issues on human rights. And the arguments that they put are twofold. One, they don't believe the Blair government in such a thing as Western values and Asian values. They say there are world values, international values, and that torture is against these international values. And secondly, on the economic front, they say history shows that an open society is usually economically stronger and of course you're going to need to be as economically strong as you can be given the problems you've got back home with one and a quarter billion people and you're expanding economy. We'll have more on the Chinese state visit on the nightly news tonight after 7 o'clock. Police tell us they've stopped £22 million worth of Class A drugs getting onto London streets. 108 people have been charged and hundreds of kilos of cocaine heroin seized during the first year of a new operation. The Met says the special task force targeting the middlemen who link the major drug traffickers to pushers on the street. The French government's bringing in 50-year-old laws to crack down on the country's riots. Local authorities have been given powers to keep people off the streets between 10 at night Night and six in the morning. The violence began in Paris suburbs but has spread across the country over the past 12 nights. Sky's Michelle Clifford says the law comes into force at midnight tonight. It doesn't mean that what we're going to see tomorrow is some sort of mass lockdown in France. It will be at the discretion of local officials to decide if they need to enforce controls at certain times and for how long. A mother of two teenage daughters is challenging guidelines which allow children to have abortions without telling their parents. Currently, doctors are allowed to respect the confidentiality of under-16s, but Sue Angston from Manchester believes parents have a legal right to be consulted. Pro-life campaigner Julia Millington says UK rules contradict themselves. If a teacher wants to give a child an aspirin or a paracetamol, parental consent must be obtained. If a child plays truant from school, the mother can go to jail, and yet parents aren't entitled to know if their daughter is pregnant. Clearly that's a contradiction that needs to be addressed. 
England have delayed their verdict on whether Michael Vaughan will be able to feature in the first test against Pakistan. It's been revealed the captain will travel with the rest of the team to Multan ahead of Saturday's match. Vaughan will then undergo further tests. The weather, heavy rain at first. It will dry up, though, after midnight at 8 Celsius. Tomorrow, much cooler, a mixture of sunshine, cloud, and a high of 12 Celsius. LBC weather with Well Woman Advanced Nutrition Capsules from Vitabiotics. Available from chemists and health stores or visit wellwoman.com. It's three minutes past five. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now from Simon Bennett. Thank you, Ian. M3 shut away from London from the M25 to Junction 3 at Lightwater after an accident. A car and a lorry involved there. Unlikely to reopen before 7.30 this evening, we're told. So drivers are coming off the M25 at either Junction 10 or 13. That's the A3 and Staines, respectively. Uh, we've also got a closure. No, it's not a closure now. It's the A40 out of town. It's down to one lane at the Target roundabout uh, following an accident. Keys back to Hanger Lane there. Uh, one lane shut for roadworks on Grover Place southbound. This is in town going into the Victoria one-way system. So from Hyde Park Corner. So quite busy there. And the Limehouse Link Tunnel is still shut away from London following uh, repair works after a fire last week. It will stay closed until next Monday. District line delays after an incident at Wimbledon. We've now got delays on the Victoria line and southern and southwest reporting delays at Clapham Junction after a broken down train. Stay with us. Your next update 15 minutes away. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confuse.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. And now for Flight Watch, uh, looking good at Heathrow. The BA uh, 5 past 8 flight to Hamburg from Terminal 1 looks set to get away on time. If you're flying to Newcastle, got to delay on the BA 20 past 8 flight out of the North Terminal, so just be warned about that. Stansted and Luton, all flights reporting uh, that they're leaving on time. And London City, no delays to flights, but because of the Limehouse link uh, closure, uh, journeys to the air Airport uh, by road may be a bit tricky, so you might want to consider using public transport, either the Jubilee or DLR to Canning Town, and then you can hop on the shuttle bus to the airport. Your next travel update at 5.15. London's LBC 97.3. Flightwatch with MaxJet.com. The affordable all-business class service from Stansted to New York JFK. London's LBC 97.3. The man who invented Yakult wasn't called Mr. Yakult, which says a lot about the man who invented Yakult and how he wanted his probiotic to help people, not make him famous. Your Spanish dream home is closer than you think. The ultimate Spanish property show comes to Watford and Kempton this Friday the 11th till Sunday the 13th of November. It's a huge event where you can find out about hundreds of holiday and investment homes on the Sunkist Costas. You can enjoy free legal, medical and financial advice about moving to Spain from experts flying in especially to answer all your questions. The ultimate Spanish property show, 12 till 8 this Friday and 10 till 5 Saturday and Sunday at Watford Football Club and Kempton Park. London's LBC 97.3 The three-hour, four till seven, Ian Lee, afternoon one, the show. Ian Lee says fruit of the traps and common people. Well, he'd have to say that. He can't afford to go on one, poor soul. Basically, got this guy's bottom stuck in my face as he's <laughs> bending over the machinery. But at least he's trying to get my thing out. Feeling tired? You probably need a good lie down. Get a bed. Bed. Sponsors of the Ian Lee Show. We're loving the bed. We're loving the bed. Oh, Maya. Maya, phone in. Stop being the coward of the text. 
for Don's argument, I'll give him a seven and give you a three. He beat you hands down, which is why you ended the call swiftly. <laughs> oh, here we go. There's a ninja behind you. <laughs> Elbow in the face. It's as simple as that. It's easily done. Hello, Maxie. All right. Ah, uh, Myers. Myers just sending in. There's a difference between arguing and just, just being nasty and sniping. Being a little bit childish. And that's what people like Maya do. It's gonna be a little bit nasty. I'm gonna send a text and I'm gonna run away because I don't want to talk to him because he would eat me up and destroy me. Get a life, Maya. Ah, oh, this is fun today. We are arguing. We're celebrating the magic of arguments. There's a TV show. Celebrating the magic of arguments. But also, as well as arguing, we do have, to be revealed now, the best topic ever on any radio show ever. I'm gonna throw this out. I'm pretty, you, you might not think it's the best topic, but think about it, it is. Duvets or sheets and blankets? Which is it? Now. No, no. Ah, we lost some of them. Some of them have switched off. I could hear that. No, no. It's genuinely brilliant. It's, it's, think about it. When was the last, is there anybody in this country who still uses sheets and blankets to make their bed? I remember when, du do you remember when duvets were called continental quilts? It was about the same time we used to call cappuccino frothy coffee. It was in the, in the late 70s. You know what I mean? We, we were very unsophisticated people, the British. I think, I, if I remember correctly, duvets or continental quilts came into this country about 1978, 79? Is that, is that about right? Agent Chris is what, seven years younger than me. He's never known a world where there's not been duvets uh, in, in the house. I remember when duvets were brought in. We had to be taught it's absolutely true. Had to be taught how to sleep in a duvet. Because the very first night you get a duvet, and you, you've only ever slept in sheets and blankets, you wake up in the morning and the duvet's on the floor. So we had to be taught how to make duvets work. So can someone let me know, when were duvets brought into this country? Do you still call them continental quilts? And does anybody in their home use sheets and blankets to make their bed? Agent Chris, I, I'm, I'm surprised by him. This is... Sorry, I just wolfed down a Tesco cheese and onion sandwich a little bit too quickly. It's maybe a little bit windy, Pops. So I can only apologise for that. Sorry, this is terribly unprofessional. Agent Chris has one of these sheets that has elasticated edge. For convenience, I've used them, they're convenient. But he, because he doesn't know how you tuck a sheet in. If you've got a real sheet, a normal sheet, and you're making the bed, he doesn't know how you tuck the sheet in. He said, well, I, I did not think you had to do that, is it? This is Agent Chris in his Welsh accent. I was not aware you could tuck in a sheet. I thought you had to do it. I didn't know you'd do it. But I remember as a kid, this is what different worlds we grew up in. It's a good accent. I remember as a kid, on record breakers, every week you get some fit nurses breaking the world record for making the bed. Oh, it's 11.4 seconds. You're a record breaker. You're a record breaker. Does anybody use sheets and blankets in their home? 0870 9090973. When, were the, when was the Continental Quilt? It was a revolution, the Continental Quilt. Oh, what it does. In the winter, it keeps you really warm. But, in the summer, it keeps you really cool. That was the selling point. It was the same time we got muesli over here, I think. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. It is the best topic in the world. To prove it, we go live now to Patrick in the Batsy. Hello, Patrick. How are you doing? It's a cracking topic, isn't it? It is superb. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, Patrick, do you use sheets and blankets or duvets? Duvet. Oh, you, you, yeah. I was, I was, I was hoping we get a call in saying I used to. Do, uh, Patrick, may I ask how old you are? Forty. Forty. So, ah, oh, listen, you're, we're, we're on the same side. You'll remember when the continental quilt came into usage in this country, won't you? I do clearly remember. G t tell me when it was, Patrick, and tell me your story. 
It was around about 1973, because I remember Ooh. being about eight, eight years old. Okay. And um, I went to school with a kid called Gareth Marsh. Yeah. Marshy! Marshy! No, it wasn't even like that. It was very posh. Oh, okay. His dad was a teacher, and they used to live in Sheen. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. So we were discussing, you know, what 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 we we have on our beds at school, you know, as little boys do. Yeah, of course. And he said, I sleep with a continental quilt. <laughs> and you're like eight years old. What the hell is that? That's right. We were wondering, what the hell is that? Yeah. And we went around asking, asking, asking. And only a couple of teachers knew what it was. Yeah. And then, wow. you know, as time went on, it's funny you should yeah. say 73. I thought it was 78, but I must admit we, we were quite poor and we lived on a very rough council estate in Slough, so we were probably about five, six years behind everybody yeah, else. No, that's what I'm thinking, because no one in Battersea had the continental quilt. No. And, but, but, but do you remember when they became duvets? I don't remember the move from the continental quilt to the duvet. Ah, I think it's about the time we called, started calling cats. Cafes, I think. Uh, <laughs> they were funny days, the old days, weren't they? <laughs> and Patrick, do you do you have an elasticated sheet around your bed, or do you tuck it in? Uh, well, some of the beds in the house have the elasticated yeah. sheet, fitted yeah. sheet, yeah. as it were. The fitted and sheet. And some have the, um, the one with the quilty bit around the bottom, you right. know what I mean? The fluffy bit around the bottom. Yeah, and you tuck, like tuck it in, fold it, like wrap it like a parcel. No, there are other ones that you put on that, that, that look like uh, bed curtains. You know what I mean? Well, around, around, the around the bottom of the bed. Around the bottom of the bed. But that's, the beds have that. But that's not a sheet, though. That's the balance. Oh, that's what I mean, the balance. Oh, Patrick, you've you embarrassed know yourself on live radio in front of <laughs> 25 other listeners. <laughs> Patrick, listen, thank you for that. So we're saying 73 is when the Continental Quilts came into usage. I can't believe that... It, it, oh, it's so upsetting that there are young people who, who, who live in a world where they... Agent Chris thought the Continental Quilt, the duvet, was a British invention. No, it was imported. C can we get... Is there an historian out there who knows the true story of the Continental Quilt, where it came from? And anybody out there uses sheets and blankets in their house? Let's very quickly go to Linda in the West Wickham. Hello, Linda. Oh, hi, Ian. I just rung up to have a bit of an argument with you, really. Go on, you won't win. Won't I? No. no. I'm just swinging to say how good I think Ian Lee is no. on the radio. L Linda, this... Do you know who he is? He's a presenter on LBC. Linda, I've heard of him. You genuinely think he's a good presenter? I think he's absolutely, absolutely Tell me one brilliant. thing he's done that's been good. Um, he's incredibly witty, don't yeah. you agree? No, nope. I think he's slow. I think he bases his entire act in a mixture of Danny Baker, Clive Bull and Chris Morris. If he was any good, Linda, do you think he'd be on a local radio station? He'd still be on Channel 4, wowing the crowds, wouldn't he? The guy had his chance, he blew it, he's a loser, he's a second-rate Jimmy Carr. Well, I'm sorry, I, I remember Ian Lee on Rise, and I can't begin to imagine no. why they took it off the radio, because it was so brilliant. Linda, they took it off the television, because it was cack, and nobody watched it. I'm only cutting you off there, Linda, because we've got to go to a break now, but it was a, it was a good try. I'd still only give you a three and a half. 0870-9090-973. Arguments and duvets or sheets. It's 14 past five. The Time with Heathrow Express. The fastest way to Heathrow Airport. Timing is everything. Mr. I'm all right, Jack. Isn't that all right? He doesn't know how he'll pay the mortgage or how to tell his wife their dream home could be repossessed. He tries to bury his head in the sand, but he's fooling no one, not even himself. And despite what he might think, his wife knows something's wrong. Which is why she's calling Fast Track Home Buyers for help on 0845 257 1683. 
Fast Track Home Buyers can buy your house within days without charging you any fees and rent it back to you whilst you find your financial fees. And you can even buy it back after just three years. Conditions apply. Visit FastTrackHomeBuyers.co.uk or call 0845 257 1683 now. Fast Track Home Buyers. Free the stress. Escape the debt. Time now for the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines with Sandy Wall. 31-year-old's been jailed for life for murdering his girlfriend in a row over laundry. A defence lawyer in Saddam Hussein's trial has been killed in a drive-by shooting. And the Chinese president will be treated to a state banquet at Buckingham Palace this evening. It's all part of his state visit. Heavy rain at first tonight. It will dry up, though, after about midnight. A low of 8 Celsius. Tomorrow, much cooler. A mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now with Simon Bennett. M1 looking busy from 6A up towards 9. 25 minutes delays flagged up on the satellite data. Uh, over to Surrey now. Ian, thank you for your call. A30 London Road, solid out of town uh, from the crooked billet to be on the M25. This is all down to the M3 closure, which I'll cover for you now. Uh, that's closed away from London from junction 2 to 3. The M25 to Lightwater. It was an accident involving a car and a lorry. Investigation work continues. I'm afraid it's uh, unlikely to see that reopen before 7.30 this evening, so stay with us for all the very latest. A40 down to one lane heading away from London at the Target roundabout because of a bad accident. Queue stretching back to Hanger Lane. No surprise there. Uh, for the tubes, we've got less frequent service running on the district and the Victoria lines and southern and southwest reporting delays at Clapham Junction. That's following a broken down train. Uh, stay with us. Your next update, 15 minutes away. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confuse.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. How long does a minute last when you're in traffic or waiting for the tube? Next time you're stuck in London, click across to AM to our other LBC station. LBC station. Where the travel news is even more frequent than it is on this one. This one, this one, this one. On LBC News 1152, you're never more than 10 minutes away from the next travel update. Set it on one of your radio preset buttons. LBC News 1152 AM. Non-stop knocks for London. The best things in life is TV. But I would rather it was scheduled around me not being funny. That's what I want. You can now rent hundreds of the latest and classic movies straight from your television. Because Teleport from Telewest offers a vast film library. You just press a button on your remote control and it's there whenever you want it. That's what I want. It's new, it's unique, it's TV you control, only from Telewest. If you live in a Telewest area, call 0800 953 5000 or go to telewest.co.uk for a demonstration. Ian Lee. The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Yeah. Uh, yeah Agent Chris, I'm going to put out a plea for a specific call. If, if this person calls in, can you put them through? What it is? We need a bit of help. Ash has emailed in. Ian, it's Ashley from the Wimbledon. Can you give me a quick recap of what's happened in the first hour of the show? I can't be bothered if, if you listening want to call in and just give a quick mm, 30 second recap of the first hour of the show, 0870 We're specifically looking, so this is for Ash who, for some reason, I don't know why, wasn't listening to the first hour of the show. He wants, uh, he or she, I'm guessing it's a he wants uh, a recap of the first hour of the show. If you want to give that recap, you're more than welcome. The telephone number is 0870 If that If a person calls for you to do that, we will put them straight through.
But if no one calls in to do that, then we won't put them through. It's as simple as. Uh, Ian, I am not going to give my name, as I use fitted sheets, blanket, and a duvet. There you go. Um, duvets are excellent, but changing the cover is a nightmare. Any tips most welcome? Yes, Mark, I do have an excellent tip. You have the duvet cover inside out and you hold the corners and you put it, you grab the thing and uh, it's simple. It does work. I learned that on a program, on a program called Bazaar, hosted by Neris Hughes. Seriously, I remember it very well. You have it inside out and you grab it and it's all very complicated. Ian Fab Topic, duvets, definitely the best invention ever, especially on a double bed. I can't tuck in sheets either, so I use elastic. Mmm, I'm in my duvet now. They should sponsor you. Well, we're sponsored by beds. So we can't get too many sponsors. And I've got to say, beds are cracking. I'm actually holding my thumbs up there. Uh, 0870 Does anybody use sheets and blankets? I don't think so. It was such a sigh of relief from, uh, collectively from mothers all over the country when um, it, duvets, continental quilts, first came in. It was like, well, I, I don't have to spend hours making the bed again. I, c I can just shake this thing a little bit and it'll look made. Uh, and if anybody wants to call in, I'll understand if you don't want to, it's quite a boring chore. If anyone wants to call in and recap the first hour of the show for Ash, then give us a call. 0870 Gary's on the North Circular. Hello, Gary. Right, let's get this driving thing into space. He's in. He's straight right. in there. I love it. Straight, right. not even a nicer right. He's in there. 600 miles today, not had an argument with no one. Come on, mate. And then you turn round, you've on. had an argument with a bloke on a bike, yeah. and then you've got the balls to turn around and say, if he would have got off the bike, I would have drove away. Yeah. Just like a woman. Yeah. I can't believe it. Gary, are you you've seriously? To, you're giving, no, no way, I ain't finished. You're giving it laughs to the geezer good. on the this bike. This is good, this is good. Yeah, and if he gets off, you ain't got no yeah. ball. Yeah. So you're the one without any balls, telling all of us that we ain't got any balls. I've never heard so much fluff in all my life. Well, come on, so what would have, what would have you done if you would have got off the bike? As you said, just pulled away and gone, ha, 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 yeah? But you ain't got a bottle to get out and go, come on, mate, let's have some. And it's people like me that have to come up and tidy up after you because you ain't got a bottle to stand up for your own battles. Come on, I, you've gone really quiet on me, I can't hear nothing. Until that geezer in the studio who says a load of things about aircraft, he knows nothing about flying, he's just reading it off the screen and he reckons he knows what time they're going. I've never heard so much fluff in one night. Where are you? Where are you? Come on, speak up, Ian! I think I've won this one, Ian. We call this one nil, eh, bruv? See, that's all you got to do. you got to stand up to your right, get out of the car and go to the geezer. You said my indicator's on. You want some, mate, let's take it on the curb. But no, you stayed in your car just like a typical poxy driver. Gary, can I come in now? Yeah, when you're ready. I can come in now. Sorry, I've just... I, the reason I wasn't speaking, I was so shocked that you gen... Let me get this right. You genuinely think the best way to have resolved this incident was to, was for two men to get out of or, and off their respective vehicles and actually have a fight in the street. No, but what's... What, 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 what were you saying? Sorry, you were no, saying, Gary, it, you implied... you have children in your car, these two geezers could have took your number plate, tonight you'll be sitting at home having a no, nice... You're changing, Gary, you're changing your argument. Dang, yeah. Gary, you're changing the argument. What? You're changing no, the argument. No, Your the point was, you Gary. You want to sort it out there and then. Gary, what you're saying you is, what, what do you mean by sort it out? 
sort it out, go to him, look, do you want to take this further, mate? You, because we're going there, over there, behind the bush, the old school way, and... The old school way. Stand, Gary, listen, I need way. to work out, what do you mean by the old school way? Do you mean fighting? Uh, well, it, whatever way you used to do it in your school, in my school, we used to use things. You, so you mean, hang on, this is gets, this gets even worse, this is even more shocking. So you, you, you mean fighting with weapons? No, 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 you could have got out and hit him with your handbag. So you, you, but you, what you're saying is... That's what it sounds like, Ian, you're, you're standing saying, like an handbag merchant. What you're saying, Gary, is... This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. This is the kind of violent thug. The violent thug that listens to this show. Gary, you genuinely think... Sorry, I, I want to get this one thing straight. Because you're being so incoherent, so rambling and so shouty and so aggressive, I can't quite work out what your point is. You're genuinely saying, I should have had a fight with someone. The no, violence was the best. No, violence no, was the no, best no, way. Gary, Gary, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I'm speaking now, Mister. I'm speaking now, Mister. I'm talking now, Gary. You've had five minutes of not being interrupted. I'm talking now. You think the best way to solve a situation is to have a fight? Is for two men to punch the living cack out of each other? You genuinely think that's a good way to resolve an issue? Do you, Gary? Ian, did you think the best You're a way fool. was to give it the last You're an idiot. in the two blokes where you could yeah. turn around yeah. and gone to them? Yeah, I do. Hold on, mate. Don't worry about it. You were no. wrong. Never no. mind. Ta all the best. No. Have a lovely Gary, day. Gary. But no, you, you wanted to have an argument have and give it the large. yourself You're to be an idiot. Your mistake. Who, Gary, very quickly. This is good fun, right. Are you loving this? I'm loving it. I've done this for a living. Really? What, what do you, quick, quickly, before we go back, what do you do for a living, Gary? Uh, close protection officer. Uh, what, what, what do you mean? So, you're not a copper? No, I'm a bodyguard. So, hang on a second. <laughs> you couldn't even pass the test to become a police officer, which is one of the no. easiest tests in the world, so you're a bodyguard no, to no, pop no, celebrities and pop All stars, and over your, so your solution, Gary, 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 I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you finish no. your argument and put the phone, I'm gonna let you put the phone down because you're embarrassing right. yourself, you put your phone down, you're okay. embarrassing yourself. Right, now listen to this, Gary, I'm going to let you put your phone down. Terrorism, VIP protection from Israel. Right. Okay. These coppers over here. Okay, Gary. On an camp. You're what, Gary? We your pumps. Real, real too full. Too full of testosterone to even think. Gary, I'm going to let you say goodnight and put your phone down because you've embarrassed yourself. Good night, Ian. Good Thank night, you Gary. very much. God bless you. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Lovely fella. Put the phone down. This is cracking. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Oh, these, if you just tuned in, these arguments, by the way, they're kind of for real, you know, we're both feeling very passionate, but we're doing it to prove that arguing is one of the best things you can do for yourself. And also to prove that none of you can argue properly. I've not had one decent argument. Not one yet. If you think you can do better, give us a call. Uh, John's in the full of Hello, John. How are you doing? I'm, I'm all right. I'm loving this today. I was listening to that. I think Dex should go and lie down on these continental quilts. <laughs> <laughs> now, John, without being rude, you sound like a slightly older gentleman. Yeah. Do Do you remember 47. when... 47. 47? Right. Well, do you remember when the continental quilt came into usage in this country? I remember because we used to have this geezer used to come around with a suitcase. Oh, I love it. Right, we were poor, you know, you know what I mean? We, yeah. We were like, and he's come out with a suitcase selling curtains, blankets and towels and all. Yeah. And my mum used to pay it weekly. Yeah. 
And we learnt how to tuck in the sheets like the envelope at the side. Some of the kids... Uh, my producer can't tuck a sheet. He's never tucked a sheet in. He needs to speak to his nan. He, 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 brilliant. Of course he needs to speak... Oh. Nans know all this. This is old school. So this, this fella used to come round. Right, he used to come round and, you know, every week we pay him whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So one week we used to get like the big posh blankets, like a velvet yeah. blanket, like with a tiger on it or some nice. Asian thing on it. <laughs> you know, that that was a dog at the day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then he came around with a quilt. Yeah. Never seen one in uh, my life. My old man thought it was like some puffed up curtain or something. Yeah. Right. Then he taught us how to put the cover on it. Oh. Put it inside out. Yeah. And put it on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, it was full of feathers. Yeah. So we thought it was a bit, you know. It's a bit puffdish. A little bit puffdish. I don't know if that word's still usable, well, but yes, a little bit no, puffdish. But, but back in them days, we yeah. thought, you know, it ain't Very right. quickly, uh, Jogs, we've only got 20 seconds left. Right, anyway, we learned the, the quilt came, then the electric blanket came. Yeah. Then the electric blanket came, so, but we used to call it continental quilts. Yeah. You know, well, that's, well, that's, well, that's what they were in those days. And with the added bonus of the electric blanket, man, you were hot. Uh, John, just moving on, just so we've got to go uh, have a break. We'll have more of your texts after this. Last month, when the mayor, Ken Livingston, was on with Nick Ferrari, things didn't go so smoothly. There are three ingredients required for a phone-in with the mayor of London, Ken Livingston. One of them is me. The other one is you to make the calls or send the emails. The third one would be Mayor Ken Livingston. He is delayed. Here's what happened next. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. The Jubilee line's got delays. Yes, one line's down. Will the mayor be on time this time? He's here to take your calls tomorrow morning. Nick Ferrari at breakfast. Weekday mornings from 7. London's LBC 97.3. Do something memorable. Test drive the new iGo by Toyota. Drive away from just 6745 or deposit of £149. See iGo.co.uk. In marketing, and avoidance is the new buzzword. To find out about the latest research, I spoke to Professor Dean Wilson, an expert in this area and other parts of Britain. Professor Wilson. It's a uh, doctor. Sorry, Professor Doctor. What is ad avoidance? It's when consumers ignore advertising. Uh -huh. For example, people actively avoid nearly a third of all TV ads. By shutting their eyes. By changing channels or going to the kitchen. Oh, yes. A cup of tea. Oh, thank you. It's even higher for newspapers and direct mail. People often put that straight in the bin. I always stick it in my neighbor's letterbox. <laughs> but uh, that's not the case with radio. Well, well, it wouldn't fit. Of the media sampled, radio had the joint lowest level of ad avoidance. How do you know that? Well, we researched that. In a laboratory. We did tests. Not, not on animals? No, with consumers. They weren't in cages? No. Good. So, to find out more about low ad avoidance on radio, go to rab.co.uk. And, and no animals were hurt in the making of this commercial. Ian Lee. The three-hour, four-till-seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. This is... I'm going to read out this text. This is completely irrelevant. Ian, I saw this morning earlier, Jodie Kidd and her sister Gemma are on. The sister is older and much better looking. Gorgeous. <laughs> well, thanks for the tip, but, uh... And who keeps texting in the word Brentford? Ian, you could have got out of your car and hit him with a sleeper, for goodness sakes. Uh, Derek says, the trouble is, my man, that arguing only makes you feel good if you win the argument. So you're going to win all the arguments this afternoon, all your loving, loyal listeners are going to feel rubbish. Well, they should argue better. Here's the news. Available on DAB Digital Radio. London's LBC 97.3.
At 5.30, I'm Sandy War. A man who reported his girlfriend missing on Valentine's Day has been jailed for life for her murder. Paul Dyson strangled 22-year-old Joanne Nelson in their home in Hull. Hundreds of Tibetans and human rights activists are to stage a die-in outside Buckingham Palace tonight, where the Chinese president will be guest of honour at a banquet. Protesters want to draw attention to what they call China's reign of terror in Tibet. The Chinese president is here on a state visit. A British tourist has been shot dead in a Ugandan national park. A military spokesman says the killing was carried out by two rebels from the Lord's Resistance Army. A mother of two teenage daughters is challenging guidelines which allow children to have abortions without telling their parents the challenge being mounted at high court. At the moment, doctors are allowed to respect the confidentiality of those under 16 years old. Work to make nearly all our busiest motorways four lanes in each direction is likely to start in 2008. The possible date for the M25 widening was given by the Highways Agency. It's inviting bids for the contract worth around £1.5 billion. The busiest western section of the M25 is currently being extended to five and six lanes in places. Police say they've stopped £22 million worth of Class A drugs getting onto London streets. 108 people have been charged and hundreds of kilos of cocaine and heroin have been seized in the first year of a new anti-drugs operation. The Mets say the special task force is targeting the middlemen who link the major drug traffickers to pushers on the street. A former financial consultant is beginning 12 years in jail after helping himself to more than a little extra. Graham Price's four-year scam, in which he stole £10 million from Halifax investors, came to light when an auditor found an IOU note in the safe. Later in London at 7 o'clock at the Dana Centre at the Science Museum, they're talking about genes and how they influence the way we behave in the environment we're brought up in. Uh, the weather rain at first tonight will be heavy too. It will dry up though after midnight with a low of 8. Tomorrow much cooler, a mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12 Celsius. It's 5.32. Thank you, Sandy. More of your arguments and stories about duvets. Yeah, after the latest travel news from Simon Bennett. M3 closed out of town from uh, the M25 at Junction 2 down towards 3 at Lightwater. Accident involving a car and a lorry about uh, an hour and a half ago now. Uh, probably won't open before 7.30 this evening, so in the meantime, uh, you've got a fair amount of traffic to face in front of you. Drivers are diverting off the M25 at Junction 10 and 13, the A3 and Staines respectively. Uh, also the M4, because of this, looking particularly slow going towards Reading from the M25 out towards Junction 7 at Slough. A30 London Road, solid uh, from the crooked billet uh, towards, uh, well, beyond the M25 because of that closure of the M3. New one for you, North Circuit Road at New Southgate. If you're heading eastbound, you're going to hit a queue. Got a jackknife lorry at the traffic lights at Bowes Road where you take that hard right. Uh, it's uh, a lorry that was trying to turn and has managed to get itself stuck, so delays on the cards for you there. And down to one lane still on the A40 out of town at the Target roundabout with an accident. Still those queues back to Hangar Lane. District and Victoria lines have delays. Delays also to Southern and and southwest. Your next update comes in 15 minutes. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confused.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. London's LBC 97.3. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Hello, you. Fun today, isn't it? I'm up, I, I hope you're enjoying it. I'm having a cracking time. Uh, we're arguing. We're celebrating the magic of perhaps the greatest British invention ever, the argument. It's so cathartic. Seriously, what, after you have a good argument, and quite often after you have a good argument, you end up having really good sex. Because, if, especially if you argue with your partner, you make up and it's passionate and aggressive and 
everything. You go over, you get everything out. But after a good argument, I don't, it feels good, doesn't it? You just got this blood running through you, endorphins pumping through your brain. It's, it is like a high. It's like a high. It's an amazing feeling. I'm experiencing this for the last hour and 34 minutes. If you want to have an argument with me, and we'll still be friends after it. One or two people have taken this a little bit too seriously and got a little... I'm getting some very nasty texts. But one or two people have taken this the wrong way. Uh, and it just gets... And they got a little upset. They've been hanging up without a couple of swears. And I apologise for any swears that may have slipped through. But we're still friends, OK? We're, we're, still, we're still in love with each other after this, so don't panic. All right, but it's just very good fun. Uh, we're also asking, do, does anybody use sheets and blankets? Anybody? No. No one does anymore, do they? Do they? It's a big effort to do. Obviously, all right, they use them in hospitals, and they use them in hotels, and they don't use duvets in those places. Why? Is it a hygiene thing? Is it unhygienic to use a continental quilt? Yes, the continentals are filthy. We know that, and I can say that. It's not racist. I'm not being racialistical. It's true. But, but why don't hospitals and hotels use continental quilts? Uh, can someone answer that? Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Two in the Bexley Heath. Why don't the hospitals and hotels use the Continental quilt? Because it's easier to launder the sheets and blankets here, and obviously you should have known that. Well, that, why is it easier to launder the sheets and blankets? Well, it costs you about eight pounds to get a duvet uh, dry clean, so it costs you about two pounds to get a sheet and a blanket washed. But you don't. You only have to dry clean the duvet what, once every six months. Yeah, but you think about how many turnover of people you have in a hospital bed. I don't think I'd like to go under a duvet in that situation. Well, shame on you, Joe. What can I do for you, fella? I had a rude awakening when I was 16 concerning uh, blankets. I was in the army. Yeah. And we, we all had oh. our duvets. And after the first three months, we had our duvets. was getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Nice, gentle run. Lovely. And then one morning, the door came in at 5 o'clock in the morning. The beds were turned upside down. And we were told in no uncertain terms to get rid of our duvets, yeah. and we went on to sheets and blankets and bed blocks. And what? Bed blocks. You may have seen them in some prison films. Basically, it's like a sandwich made out of sheet blanket, sheet blanket, right. and a blanket wrapped around it and squared off. Oh, what right, they yeah. do is, they used to come in, yeah. and if your bed wasn't totally tight and sprung that they could flick a coin off of it, your bed block would go out the window, and, along with most of your kit as well. Hmm. And Not did, a very you, nice time. did you have? Because I remember, you remind me now. When I was a kid, my dad uh, dad was in the army before I was born. But we had army blankets, and we still used army blankets in our house. Did you have Nothing the really things. the itchy, horrible things? The only thing I, they can remind me of is a doormat, basically. Yeah, uh, the bristle doormat. Yeah, it's and it was absolutely disgusting. We used to, Joe. Listen, thanks for that. We used to have those in our house when I was a kid. We had army blankets. What the flipping hell was that about? It's the most uncut. Asian Chris hasn't got a clue. Look, he's you know, army blankets. That sounds a bit a bit jolly out, doesn't it? They army blankets were made of they were made of like Brillo pads. The most uncomfortable, itchy thing. And I was made to sleep in those as a kid. Shameful. Absolutely shameful. Simon's in the Sussex. Hello, Simon. Hello there. You mentioned to a previous caller that you went to, uh, you were brought up in Slough. Yes. I went to a boarding school in Slough called Licensed Vigilance School. Now that's been knocked down now, hasn't it? That's it. So it used to be a Tesco's. I don't know what it is. Is it still a Tesco's I, now? No, well, I, I think it is because they've, they've knocked, they've built a massive Tesco's now. Yeah. It's, it's, 11 years I went there. And then in the earlier years, when you were 7 to 11, yeah. you had to use sheet and blankets. And they were the army blankets. Oh. And then when you moved to the senior school, you were then allowed to have a quilt. Yeah. 
And then you were made to feel uh, like an adult. But then the prefects used to use it by making you get wrapped up in it to beat the, the living out. So, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it then became a weapon. Yeah. Well, what was the, the... So they would wrap you in the quilts and you couldn't yeah. move and just kick the LBC yeah, out Yeah, they'd drag you around dorm to dorm doing you. It was basically... A, it, it was encapsulate <laughs> you then. It was, it was seen as an adult, but it was also seen as a, a yeah. weapon to use yeah. to do you over. What were those army blankets? What were they made of? Because they were so painful. Uh, they were green. Well, our ones were green, basically. Oh. Uh, they were sort of a hessian-like material. Yeah. But also, we had to have, uh, to a previous call about hospitals, we had to do hospital corners. Uh, you had to tuck them in, and you had to learn how to do hospital corners. Yeah. If yeah. you hadn't, they would turn your bed over and then do you hospital again. Hospital corners. So, that's when you wrap. It's like wrapping up a present, isn't it? Folding it, it is. in and tucking it under. Up, tuck the end in, then fold it over. Yeah. And you used to get the, the matron or whoever it was at the time would come round and slide and in between the crack to make sure that uh, it was proper. Mm. Uh, Simon, oh, thank you very much for that. That was a sentence that made me chuckle in a childish fashion. I shan't repeat it for fear of being rude, but, uh... uh Ian, my mum still uses sheets and blankets. I really like the smell of fresh, clean sheets, says Liz Duck in the M25. I don't think we have the time to do sheets and blankets these days, do we? It's a lot of effort. It is... I don't... I can't work out what is best. In a hotel, when I go and stay at a hotel, uh, it is something quite nice about being... When your mum would come and tuck you in, mums can't tuck in duvets, can they? So that must have died out. Mums can't, I've just realised this, mums don't, Vicky in the Croydon, you're a mum. Yeah. Do you use duvets in your house? Yes. You mean you can't tuck the kids in? No, but you give them a kiss on the head yeah, and no, 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 no. And yes, give them a kiss, that's all very nice. But you can't. Mum, tuck me in. I can't. We use duvets. Well, no, they do, they are nice, and you can still be loving and kind to your child putting them to bed. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you make sure a nasty, cruel person. No, I'm, I'm going to have an argument with you now. Oh, okay. uh, oh, go on. <laughs> go on, then. Are you uh, sober? Huh? Are you sober? Yes. Excellent. Okay, that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, right. Okay. Go on. So, I was going to argue with you about not arguing. Right. Right. Well, I don't know why you're picking on all your, you know, listeners and having a go at them. I think, you know, your attitude's quite disgraceful, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vicky, you're falling at the f first hurdle. <laughs> well, it did come, it come in to Jacked at any point. Well, no, I'm, I'm just watching you. I'm just watching you fall, run around in circles well, and I'm fall over saying, like the lush you are. Have an I'm not, with I am not. And then like, not, and then sort of, you know, force an argument. No, yeah, no, 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 no. What, what? I have asked people to phone in if they want an argument. If the fact that the people that have phoned in for the arguments are idiots. Yeah. Everyone that's phoned in for an argument, Vicky, is an idiot. Like yourself. No, no, I haven't. Listen. Listen to the sentence. Uh -huh. Everyone that's phoned in for an argument mm -hmm. is an idiot. Mm -hmm. Do you get who I'm talking to? Myself. Yes, well done. Spot on. <laughs> ten out of ten there for finally getting that on the fourth attempt. <laughs> uh, and also, the arguments have been so poorly you constructed. Me to no. Listen to that sentence. So I listened to the sentence. You sh I shouldn't have. So, so who's the idiot? Actually, you said to me, yeah. don't interrupt me when Vicky. I'm saying the sentence. Vicky, so I shouldn't have had to ask you to listen. The fact that we're having an argument, I shouldn't have had to ask you no, to listen to what I'm saying. You should be you listening. Shout and you be rude. You should be listening to I what I'm. I don't have to listen to you. No, and you're not listening because you're no, interrupting. I'm not listening to you because I'm having an argument. You never listen when you're having an in, argument. You're interrupting. You shout at people. You're interrupting and not paying attention. And not only is it rude, it shows bad breeding <laughs> and it shows the fact that you're thick. Bad now, breeding is my line and that I'm not thick. That is your last name. Now, Vicky, <laughs> you are indeed thick because you're not listening. And argument, uh, arguments are all about listening to people. No, they're not about listening at all. They're about shouting at the other person. Your chavvy, nasty, oh, violent now, arguments are, are all oh, about here we shouting. Go again. A real Starting on the chaviness, it gets really quite boring. 
a real argument yeah. is about trying to persuade someone no, that your not. point your <laughs> no, point of view not. is right and theirs is completely no, wrong. That's why you've got to listen, no, otherwise you'll never rubbish. learn, Vicky, and rubbish. you'll never grow. Rubbish, 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 rubbish. Vicky from Croydon has a sexy voice. I want to take her out for a steak meal, so tell the, tell the cab. Do you eat steak? No. No, okay. Sorry, tell the cab, but you can't go out for a steak meal. Like chicken, though. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's not offered to take you out for a chicken meal. Tell him I'll go out with him if he buys me chicken. Oh, Vicky, you're so cheap. Oh, I'm you, So you, you'd go, you'd cop off with a cabbie for a bag of Kentucky Fried Chicken? <laughs> Seriously, shame on you, Vicky. Have some respect. Uh, who, we haven't ended this argument yet. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think we have. I'm, I'm trying to save your embarrassment no, by gently steering you away from it. You're, you're just talking rubbish. No, Vicky, I'm trying to save your embarrassment oh. by gently oh, steering yeah. away. This is the worst one we've had so far! This is the worst argument we've had so far. <laughs> even even the flipping idiot who phoned up at the... What was her name? Kissy Lips. Even her argument was better, and she ended up hanging up on me. Can I just say something yeah, as well, by yeah. the way? Yeah. Just to, this is a really good throw-in for um, any argument. Go on. Um, Kai Paul sent his love. What? Listen, listen, this what? is uh, me and Clyde Bull are best of friends now. I know he sent his love. I was round his asked house. Me to, he asked me to spend your Well, tell, it, tell him. Uh, I hope he's. I hope uh, him and his family are well. Okay, I will. I spent a lovely weekend at Clive Ball's mansion uh, at the weekend, and we literally buried a hatchet. I know what he said. Tell the cabbie he's texted back in. Chicken is definitely on the menu. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, this is. I, I don't. I can't. This is all gone a bit sleazy. As it always does. Vicky, I send my best to Clyde Ball. Hey, it's true. We're fr best of friends now. Huh? Absolute best of friends. It was. It turned out he thought I'd said something, and I thought he'd said something, and it was all a load of nonsense. So we kissed. We made up. We've literally buried a hatchet in his mansion's back garden. Uh, I don't know why. We thought it was a bit crazy at the time. Uh, I'm a good friend. And Clive, of course, uh, is on at eight o'clock. This evening, 8 till 12, it's a cracking show. I'm going out for Chinese tonight, so I'm going to miss a lot of it. But, uh, mmm, Chinese food. Uh, 0870 more of your duvets and arguments. It's 5.44. The Time with Heathrow Express. The fastest way to Heathrow Airport. Timing is everything. We are gathered here to celebrate the life of Jim. A man for whom no one ever had a bad Welcome to heaven, Jim. Thank you. Here you will reap the reward of a virtuous life. Bathe in rivers of liquid stardust. Soar through the skies with mighty feathered wings. And dance in crystal ballrooms. What say you, Jim? Oh, I'd rather be at home. Oh. Digital TV, broadband, phone and video on demand. Home Choice, your digital home network. Visit homechoice.co.uk for more details. Subject to local availability, BT phone line and a 12-month contract. At Vodafone, we believe work works better when it's easy to contact your colleagues. So with our share time price plan, there's no charge for calling your company's mobiles or landlines within the UK. For details, call 08080 741 741. Vodafone. Make the most of now for your business. Subject to status and minimum contract. Conditions apply. It's time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines with Sandy Wall. A man who reported his girlfriend missing on Valentine's Day has been jailed for life for her murder. Human rights protesters will stage a die-in outside Buckingham Palace later, where the Chinese president is guest of honour. And a media watchdog is warning UK households will have to pay up to £300 to get digital television if they haven't converted their sets by the switchover date of 2012. Heavy rain at first tonight will dry after midnight, though. Lows at 8 Celsius tomorrow. Much cooler, a mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12.
Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now from Simon Bennett. Here are your travel spots on the roads. The M3 shut out of town from the M25 to Junction 3 after an accident. Probably won't uh, reopen before 7.30 tonight. Because of that, the M4 slow out towards Reading from the M25 to Junction 7 Slough. 8.30... London Road also taking the brunt. That's solid heading away from London from the Crooked Billet towards the M25. Uh, North Circuit Road blocks eastbound with a jackknife lorry along Bowes Road just near the lights at New Southgate. The lorry was trying to turn and has managed to get itself stuck. Busy one as well on the A40 out of town. Uh, one lane uh, to squeeze by an accident at the Target roundabout. It's uh, queuing back towards... Uh, it's queuing back to... Yeah, still hang a lane, I'm afraid. And uh, Darren on the A1M crawling out of town from Junction 2 to 4, Wellham Green to Welling Garden City. You've got road works exiting at Junction 4 and uh, looking at uh, delays as well on Jamaica Road. It's solid out of town towards the Rotherhive Tunnel. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 15 minutes with Confuse.com when it comes to car insurance. We'll do the legwork for you. Get up with Nick Ferrari at breakfast. What happened to you, Steve? Um, I had a welly break my nose. You had a Wellington boot break your nose. Tell me how. Um, I was a cub uh, quite a few years ago. Yeah. And um, they had welly frame competitions, and I was standing behind someone, and they let go of it behind them. I got the welly straight in my face. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, that's got a hurt. You won't believe your ears. Nick Ferrari starts at 7, weekday mornings, on London's LBC 97.3. Nick Ferrari at skin, freckles and ageing spots. If you have them, you're stuck with them. Well, you were stuck with them. IPL Photo Rejuvenation is a non-surgical treatment which could change the way you look in under an hour. It's the Light Fantastic and it's available right now with 25% off at Depolex Beauty Clinic on Wigmore Street. Call 020-7486-0852 for your free private consultation. Unveil the real you at Depolex. If you've never invested in property, if you'd like to be a successful property investor but don't know where to start, if building a portfolio seems a bit confusing, then take the first step with Inside Track. Since joining Inside Track, I've purchased two properties abroad and one in the UK. My aim is to own 20 properties within five years, and I know this is possible with the help of Inside Track. Take the first step by attending Inside Track's free introductory workshop. If you want to profit from property, don't go round the houses. Take the inside track. Call 0870-1244-610 or log on to insidetrack.co.uk. Ferrari at breakfast with the multi-talented Samsung D600. The mobile phone you can't manage without. Your voice is fantastic. Yeah. I thought six foot three, that yeah. another look, yeah. but you're cuddly and I, I've warmed to you. I want to fight you. You want to fight me? Yes, I want to fight you. No. Why? I did martial arts for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings from 7, London's LBC 97.3 with the Samsung D600. The mobile phone featuring a 2 megapixel camera, Bluetooth, MP3, wireless printing and TV output. The 3R4 till 7 in the afternoon wireless show. Hey Roz and the Billericke, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I am fine and dandy. What can I do for you? Jolly good. I just wanted to say that I can remember... Very well, the duvet coming out in about 1970. 19, that was, the 70 seems to be the, uh, the, the year we're yeah. getting is most consistent. 
<clears throat> because the thing was, I wanted a duvet to put on the wedding list when I got married to mm. my now ex-husband. And he said, oh, no, 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 I want a quilt and blankets and all that, you know, yeah. sheets. So we went on honeymoon and went to went into a, a bed and breakfast with a nice quilt. And he's always his nice. I could have hit him. Oh. <laughs> no wonder you, you finished with him. He sounds like a loser. Absolutely. You, you were ahead of the, your time then. You were a bed visionary, Rose. Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you, were they, they were called continental quilts then, weren't they? They, they were, and I think, isn't duvet French? I'm not sure, but it could be French. So maybe oh, I don't, well, this is, hey, listen, I don't know, we can throw this I out. Where the hell do. does the word duvet come from, for God's sakes? Ros, <laughs> uh, do, do you have any trouble putting the covers on duvets? No, no, I do the bit where you, you push it right up into one corner, then you push it right up into the oh, other corner, don't and you, you do, take it all about then. Don't you, oh, but bless you, don't you do the inside-out thing? No, no, I don't think I can, I can do that quite nicely without turning it inside oh, out. Oh, okay, because I find the inside out thing works an absolute treat. And, uh, Roz, Roz, do you have an elasticated sheet? I can't believe I'm asking this. Yes, I do, because... Oh, you I've cheat! Got, I've got an adjustable bed, and if you don't have an elasticated sheet, yeah. and, and it vibrates as well, we won't go into that. Hang, well, hang, <laughs> well, well, no, we will go into that. You've got a vibrating bed? Yes. What, for sexual pleasures? No, it's just lovely massage. No, it is a... But it gives, you con it gives you concussion, because... You vibrate your head as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it makes you feel a bit nauseous. It does your back the world of good, but you're puking up. Well, That's right. Well, uh, I've never heard of such a thing. I've heard of the, the yeah. beds in, like, American motels where you put some money in and it... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's but, wonderful. Oh, you're a mucky pup, aren't you? <laughs> have you... I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Carry on. Have you had sex while the bed's been vibrating? No. No, okay. Disgusting. I should have done that. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> well, of course you should have done it. It's the first thing you do. You've got a bed that plugs in and vibrates. You go, let's have a go with this. And you end up uh, in a horrible mess. Uh, 0870 Heather Jingles, I believe you are saying, Dubai is French, is it? Yeah, the... Apparently so, I think it is. Oh, no, hang on, you say apparently so. What, who told you this? We thought you knew. Well, I, I think I know. <laughs> rubbish. Absolute <laughs> rubbish. If you know... Uh, look at me. Well, apparently, I heard once in a pub, someone was saying, <laughs> terrible. Paul's in the Kingston. Hello, Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Send your radio off, Paul. If you fell up for an argument, I'm going to win this one easily. How do you think so? Oh, All right, well, okay. yeah. Well, you're a first fool. of all, I want to tell you that your show is rubbish. Okay, that's not a very good argument, but away you go. Okay. Damn it, I think you're winning. You just won the argument, Ian. Yeah, I have, totally. Paul, is that, is that seriously the best you can do? Well, Ian, you said you had to take the opposite view, and I'm arguing that you've just won. Oh, you're being a little bit existential and a little bit arty-farty and clever. Oh, sorry about that. No, it's fine. So, what? I'm sorry, I, I, I am genuinely confused. What's the point of this argument? Well, if I argue that you've just won the argument, therefore, oh, okay, you've lost. But I haven't lost. Well, you have to admit that you do, because you said you were going to take the opposite view. But I haven't lost the argument. Okay. Well, you've just broken your uh, little golden rule, I'm afraid. Well, what little golden rule is that? That you'll take the opposite viewpoint. But I haven't, won I haven't lost the argument. <laughs> Fair enough. Paul, are you listening to what I'm saying? What did you say to me? I said your show's rubbish. No. I, don't know if I, I just made a point. No, the um, next thing, ignore the next thing, your argument was... Defeat. And then conceded defeat. Your yeah. argument was, Paul, your argument was that you've lost the argument. I'm saying I haven't lost the argument. I've said that, you, I've said that you've won the argument, Yeah, yeah okay, I, I haven't won the argument. Okay, whatever. Well, Paul, you're not listening. You're saying something, I'm arguing with you on it, and you don't even realise it's an argument. Cut him off, because A, he's a loser, B, he's an idiot trying to be, oh, a little bit clever because I speak like that. He doesn't even listen, Paul. That was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. And I know you were taping that to play to your mates. I just tape over it because it was awful. That's oh, that's that's brought me brought me down a bit now because we were genuinely the arguments were, were kind of getting a little bit better, and then it, it goes into a nonsense thing like that. He wasn't even listening. Paul, you're a loser.
Oh, 0870-9090973, but I love everyone, by the way. This is, this, 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 if case you're tuning in and think, oh, Ian's in a bad mood, Ian's getting a bit of a, uh, getting a bit mardy, it's only because I had an argument today, and I've discovered arguments are one of the best things you can do. They're so cathartic, they feel so good. So we're, we're having arguments. You want to phone up with a point, I will argue the opposite viewpoint. Paul is in Surbiton. Hello, Paul. Hello, Ian. Hello, Paul. What makes you think you've got the right to appear on a radio station with a stature of LBC, with its 99% brilliant presenters, mm. and then there's you. Well, I tell you what, Paul, I can do better maths than you. 99.9%, I'm 0.1%, well that's nonsense, that was, what, is it 15 presenters here or something? I, I, make, up, I make up about 8%, so not 0.1%, so you, obviously you're talking nonsense, but carry on, Paul, I'll listen. I'll hum well, no, you weren't, you weren't, you were saying that you were talking percentages of the presenters, so you weren't, but carry on. You're, you're humourless. You're yeah. rambling, you're yeah. unfocused, you're in a... And the topics you're introducing. Yeah. Come on, Ian. Yeah. The sound of scraping on the bottom of barrels... It's got you to phone up, hasn't it, Paul? Sorry? It's got you to phone up, hasn't it, Paul? How often do you phone up? How often do you phone up LBC? loyalty to LBC. How, well, we don't want your loyalty. Go well, and listen, well, and listen, go and listen to 94.9. I listen out of loyalty. But Paul, you're not listening to me. We don't want your loyalty. Ian. Paul, Paul, hang on. This is good fun, isn't it? <laughs> Can you stay there? We've got to take a quick break. I want to carry on this argument. Stay there, Paul. More with Paul after this. Oxygen. Fantastic waterside apartments in Royal Victoria Docks. Moments from Olympic City and Canary Wharf. Due for completion in 2008. Be first to buy with prices from £235,000. Call 020-7055-8000. Premier launch, Saturday and Sunday, the 12th and 13th of November. Call 020-7055-8000 or log on to oxygen.co.uk. The streets of New York, dirtier than ever. Hookers, hoods, pimps, cons, ex-cons, slime balls, sleaze balls, rat finks, rent boys, scuzzbags, creeps. You sickos, weirdos, psychos, winos, bums, badasses, punks, killers, crackheads, crackpots, pushers, sadists, masochists, users, losers, dupers, dirtbags. And who's gonna clean up this mess? A bald guy who sucks lollipops. Ving Rhames is Kojak. UK series premiere tonight at 10 on ITV4. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee, afternoon wireless show. Hello, you. Welcome back. Before the break, we were listening to a man slowly drowning in his own stupidity. Paul in the Serpentine, you still there? Hello, Ian. It's good fun arguing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. How often. Uh, do you argue quite a lot, or are you normally quite a calm person? No, I'm actually normally quite a calm person. It's, it, well, that, this is, that, that makes it even better. When you get that, that anger, and everything, everything you're ever angry out about comes out in that one argument, it's good, isn't it? It is good. Anyway, Paul, carry on. Sorry, but I've, I've, we've, I've, carry on. What was your silly point again that made no sense? Well, what makes... Ian, what makes you think you are worthy of uh, presenting a show on, on a radio station with a statue of LBC? Because I have got, for the weekend show, which I don't do anymore and Caroline Faraday does, we have got the highest listening oh, figures... Oh, you've got a name right at last. We have got the highest listening figures for that slot that this station it, has it, ever had at 10 o'clock on a Saturday evening. I got the highest listening figures this station has ever got for a 10 o'clock on a Saturday evening slot, Paul. That's it, it, what gives it, me the right. It's out of pure sympathy because... Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, otherwise, you'd be standing on the street corner... Doesn't matter. YouTube. Doesn't matter. It's a business. It's a commercial business. It's not here for you. It's here to make money. And the very fact that on Saturday... 
Saturday nights, 10 o'clock, which was before I took over, was a dead slot. Used to get 4,000 listeners. Facts. Uh, when, I, when I ended, it was getting near, nearly 50,000 listeners per half hour. Uh, I did that. That means that uh, business and money is being generated, advertising is being generated. I was making a dead slot a success pool. And I know that Caroline Faraday will carry on doing the same thing. Ian, it's out of pure sympathy because they... doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's sympathy, if it's because they hate me, if it's because they love me, if it's because they want to punch me, as long as they're listening. And you're listening. People don't hate you, they just feel sorry for you. Well, that, that, that's fine. It doesn't matter. As long as they're listening, I don't care. Ian, if I, if I was mute, I could put together a better show. Oh, Paul. That, now, that's sad. You've, you, that, why have you done that? Why have you started mocking disabled and afflicted people? Why, why have you even done that, Paul? You've instantly lost your argument by talking, by, by being offensive to disabled people. I wasn't being offensive to Yeah, you were. You were mocking people. Paul, I'm going to cut you off because you really have, you've crossed the line there. It's good fun, this, isn't it? I'm loving it, Paul. Hats off to you, mate. Well done. Good try till the end. Pat's in the standstill. Hello, Pat. Oh, hello there. Um, this is just, uh, I've just looked up in my 1910 Webster's Dictionary. Oh, go on. I know, the word duvet, because yep. I thought it was quite a, you know, a modern word. I thought so. Um, and it's a, a French word, and it means a down quilt. A down quilt. Well, first of all, may I apologise to Heather Jingles for telling him to get lost. I apologise. Don't want him to come back, but I shouldn't have said to get lost. Nine, did it say when it was invented, Pat? No, it doesn't. It just says, but that was 1910. Yeah. The dictionary is 1910. I always thought they were kind of like a, a 60s invention, well, a little so bit I. groovy. Well, uh, no, I knew they were before that because we went on um, a skiing holiday yeah. in the 50s mm. and we were amazed in Austria that they'd got these wonderful down quilts. Yeah. So they were around... Pat, do you, do you use, use duvets now or do you still a sheet and blanket lady? They were a sheet and duvet. A sheet and duvet. Yeah. And do you use the elasticated sheets? Do you cheat? No. No, of course not. You tuck them in properly. No. Can you believe my producer, bless him, he's a lovely Welsh gentleman, has never had to tuck in a sheet? Well, no, because he's obviously got somebody else to do it for him. No, he's got, he still lives with his mum. Pat, listen, thank you very much for that. 1910, there you go. Uh, we're still taking your arguments, still talking about sheets, duvets, blankets, and also, in the last hour, I've got to ask you, do you wear a name tag? to work. Is there anything more humiliating than wearing a badge that says, Hi, my name's Ian, I'm happy to help. 0870 More of your calls after the latest news. Available on DAB Digital Radio. London. LBC. 97.3. It's six o'clock. I'm Sandy War. Hundreds of protesters are taking to the streets tonight to demonstrate against China's poor human rights record and long-standing occupation of Tibet. The Chinese president, Hu Jintao, has arrived in the UK on a three-day state visit. Extra police officers have been drafted in to stand guard in front of Buckingham Palace, where he's dining tonight with the Queen. A man who killed his girlfriend and then reported her missing on Valentine's Day has been jailed for life. Paul Dyson admitted strangling 22-year-old Joanne Nelson at their home in Hull after an argument about housework, he made an emotional television appeal for her to come home. Joanne's friend, Lee Creamer, says the family will never recover from their loss. We don't have lives anymore, but we don't feel sorry for ourselves. We feel sorry for Joanne and the life that she will miss out on. We, her parents, her sisters, and all those who loved her have been cheated. Justice can never be done because Joanne can't come home. 
The French government's bringing in 50-year-old laws to crack down on the country's riots. Local authorities have been given powers to keep people off the streets between 10 at night and 6 in the morning. The violence began in Paris suburbs but has spread across the country over the past 12 nights. Sky's Michelle Clifford says the law comes into force at midnight tonight. It doesn't mean that what we're going to see tomorrow is some sort of mass lockdown in France. It will be at the discretion of local officials to decide if they need to enforce controls at certain times and for how long. A defence lawyer in Saddam Hussein's trial has been killed in a drive-by shooting. It's the second assassination of a lawyer representing one of the former Iraqi dictator's seven co-defendants. Saddam's main lawyers blamed the government for the attack and wants the trial, which is into a 1988 massacre at a Shia village, to be moved to a neutral country. A mother of two teenage daughters is asking the High Court to prevent parents being undermined by guidelines allowing girls under 16 to have abortions. Sue Axon from Manchester says there's a culture of secrecy. Current guidelines say doctors should respect the confidentiality of under 16s, but these young mums think teenage girls need their parents' support. I don't think you're emotionally old enough to go through something like that. It is quite a big procedure. I think the parents have to get involved because it's not the sort of decision that you can just make one day and then just get on with the rest of your life. Work to make nearly all of our busiest motorways four lanes in each direction is likely to start in 2008. The possible date for M25 widening was given by the Highways Agency. It's inviting bids for the contract, which is worth about £1.5 billion. The busiest western section of the M25 is currently being extended to five and six lanes in places. Let's take a look at London's weather for tonight. Heavy rain at first. It will dry up slowly, though, after midnight, giving us a low of 8 Celsius. Tomorrow, much cooler. A mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12 Celsius. LBC weather with Well Woman Advanced Nutrition Capsules from Vitabiotics. Available from chemists and health stores or visit wellwoman.com. It's three minutes past six. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now from Simon Bay. Thanks, Ian. Right, the M3 closed out of town still from the M25 to Junction 3. That's uh, the M25 out towards Lightwater. Unlikely to reopen before 7.30 this evening. The surrounding route's looking horrendously busy, so we're looking at the A30 through Staines uh, and also the A3 as well just off Junction 10 of the M25. Northbound traffic towards the M25 and the M3 crawling from Junction 4 as well. We'll keep a close watch on that for you. Thank you, Dave, for your call. Reporting a breakdown in the Rotherhithe Tunnel going northbound. Traffic abysmal behind that. Alan in the Kingston one-way system, solid. Probably the extra traffic heading to the A3, we reckon. Uh, Peter on the Maribone Road, broken down post office van uh, just past Madame Tussauds. Clear queues back towards the King's Cross area. And coastbound on the A2, Simon says uh, it's uh, looking solid with an accident after the North Fleet turn. Possibly looking at a closure here. 08,068,6080 is the numbers called your updates. And while you do that, we'll update you with public transport. Districts and Victoria lines have delays. Southwest and Southern reporting delays at Clapham following a broken down train in the area. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 15 minutes with Confuse.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. And now for Flight Watch, no delays reported out of Heathrow. If you fly to Newcastle out of Gatwick on the BA 20 past 8 flight, looking at a delay out of the North Terminal. Uh, Stanson and Luton, no reported delays. London City looks to be fine as well, but if you are travelling to City Airport by car, bear in mind the Limehouse Link Tunnel means it's going to be a tricky journey by road out of central London. Best to use public transport then, eh? You can use uh, the Jubilee or DLR to Canning Town and then hop on the shuttle bus to the airport. So good luck with that. Next travel update though at 6.15.
London's LBC 97.3. Flightwatch with MaxJet.com. The affordable all-business-class service from Stansted to New York JFK. London's LBC 97.3. Some business people think that the more complicated they make things, the smarter they look. But complicated isn't smart, it just costs more. At MaxJet, they understand this. For them, having a complicated jumble of fares is not good business. That's why they only fly business class to New York. For reservations, visit MaxJet.com. MaxJet, it's just good business. Fly MaxJet, Stansted to JFK. Fares from only £854 return, inclusive. Staying with a mortgage, even though the good deal has expired because it just seems too costly and too much hassle to move it? Here's a fresh idea. Paying a new lender absolutely nothing to move your mortgage. Moving it easily. Moving to a mortgage that doesn't charge a booking fee. Moving to a bank that will pay your standard legal fees and give you a free valuation. Moving to Abbey. Fee-free remortgaging from Abbey. Call 0800 808080. Visit abbey.com or your local branch for details. Abbey. More ideas for your money. Available on selected products. Early repayment charges apply for two years from completion. Free valuation up to £1,100. Call monitored. London's LBC 97.3. The three-hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Call 0870-9090-973. My lords, ladies and gentlemen, pray silence for the one and only Mr. Ian Lee, your presenter. Beds, 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 beds. They make chairs look like tack. Beds. Proud sponsors of the Ian Lee Show. Beds. Bless the beds. I can't believe this email. You know, yesterday, we had some idiot phone in. Well, it was Simon. Simon L. Stapleton, as he signed his email. And he phoned in and said, Ian, you don't never... Hang on, here we go. Ninja, behind you, quickly. Elbow in the face. Ian, you don't never read out on none of my texts. Why do you not read out on none of my texts? Well, that was what he was, he was arguing. And so, to prove a point, I read out every single text, give or take 15 or 20. We had 710 texts yesterday, so me missing 20 texts, that's not bad going. We read out every single text. He's emailed in, he's still not happy. Dear Ian, this is Simon from the Burgess Hill. I love your programme, but yesterday I posed the argument that you never read out my texts, and you had a great go at reading them all out. Well done. Unfortunately, you still do, do, did not. As you promised, because you are men of your word, you actually failed because you never read my texts. How does it feel to be a failure? Well, Simon, your text never appeared on the screen. I'm guessing you've been blacklisted. So I've turned the heating up for some reason. It's all got a little bit... I quite know I did that. I'm guessing, Simon, you've been blacklisted for sending either offensive or boring texts. Look, we're still getting the complaints. I thought six... We're six weeks into this gig. Then you get an idiot. It's going quite well today. I think today's show is in the top five of the shows we've done. Then you get this idiot, James Donovan. The most... The thing about the people who've complained, who've emailed in and complained about me doing this slot, me actually being on the stage. Some people are so offended that I'm doing this slot, or even on the station. That the abuse they've sent, no one has sent in a decent, coherent, well-constructed complaint. They're all abusive, obnoxious, or really badly written. This is from James. Literally just come in. I've, I've sent him one back saying, basically saying, get stuff. We're not interested. <laughs> That's how much you're at. Come on, LBC. You can do better than LBC. What? Ian is trying to be Richard Bacon. At least you have music between his rambling. 
what does that mean? LBC was topical in the afternoon with a bit of fun. Now it's stupid. The only thing worth listening to is the traffic reports. More of the likes of Steve Allen, Nick, etc. From James. Well, James has just written back. And I, oh, this is what my reply. But you're still listening. Go away, little boy. We're not interested. And he's, his reply is, this is fun. I sure shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, his reply is. So it was Daisy Donovan that was the better half of you two. I will just listen to Steve and Nick in the morning. I think you should grow up. Are LBC dropping you? They should. James, I can't say too much, but au contraire, my friend. Au contraire, indeed, are they dropping us. That's French, by the way. Why are people texting in Brentford? Is it, what is this about? Is, is this... I, I suspect foul play and sabotage. Is someone trying to sabotage my show? We're getting all these first-time texters, they're all first-time texters, texting in the word Brentford. I, I demand someone calls up and explains this, please. We've had about 50. And I don't mind, because it gets me up the text leak. But I demand that one of you call in Johnny in the Croydon. Are you there, Johnny? I am. Do you know why people are texting in the word Brentford? Well, they're clearly mad. My brother lives in Brentford. It might be him, but oh, I doubt it. No, well, he's using a different <laughs> phone every... Some... David Hemwempson is texting and calling me a racist! Well, what? It's all gone... It's all gone crazy, Johnny. <laughs> anyway, what can I do for you, sir? You sound nice. Uh, duvets? Yes. Fantastic thing. Wouldn't <laughs> be without one. Yeah. Um, I seem to have read somewhere, or seem to remember reading somewhere, a... that Terence Conran of... He of the Happy Trap fame... Yeah. Um, is, was the man responsible for bringing them to this great country now. Really? Mm. I suppose there must have been one person who was an innovator that decided well, uh, yeah, to do it. It was when he uh, when he uh, opened Habitat, yeah. and I think they're originally from Sweden. Um, duvet. This and makes he, sense. Obviously, he gave us the chicken brick and things like that, and, and the duvet came at about the same I time. I remember when I when I was a kid, uh, when I was about five or six, so about seventy seven, seventy eight, something like that, seventy nine. Habitat was like Habitat was the coolest. Oh, it was on, wasn't it? Oh man, it was the cool. And we we lived in a council estate, so we couldn't quite afford a lot of the Habitat <laughs> stuff, but we'd still go there every Sunday and have a wander around Habitat. Well, we had a Habitat, um, my parents bought a Habitat three-piece suite, and it was the most uncomfortable thing on earth. Oh, yeah, it was, it was style, it was looks over comfort, wasn't it? Yeah, that was their, oh, their philosophy. Much. Very much so. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I guess a lot of that stuff that would have, you would have, your parents would have bought them would be worth a fortune now, because all that whole kind of 70s, slightly kitsch retro thing is back in. Yeah, yeah, me and my brother smashed it all up. <laughs> they, they gave us permission to do so, we smashed it no. all up. Another thing about duvets, me and my brother found, I mean, you can do this with sheets, I guess. Yeah. But uh, it wouldn't be quite as much fun. We used to get in the, uh, in the duvet, yeah. and, ha I mean, we were young then, yeah. but, um, and play a game called Ghosties. Ghosties? Well, well, let, me, let me guess. You were ghosts? Yes. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Strangely enough. Yeah, I, I, I've done the same thing. Over, that's it, duvet. And the good thing about the duvet is... Yeah. It's because it's slightly cushioned, yeah. you can hack around the room and it doesn't really matter if you bump into things. Cracking. Johnny, it's a cracking game. I'm going to be playing, I'm going to be playing Ghosties this evening and I know you are London as well. I tell you what I've never done, I've never had sex inside a duvet. Actually inside, get inside the duvet cover with your partner so it's kind of a little bit claustrophobic, a little bit dark, a little bit sweaty. I know someone who probably has though, Tallulah in the Electric Parade. Hello you. Hello you. <laughs> Have you made love inside a duvet? No, but I played Ghost. <laughs> of course you have. How are you doing, Slowly? You right? Well, I am very wonderful, thank you very much. But yeah. I want to say, you can be tucked in a duvet. You can be what? Tucked up. She said tucked. She said tucked with a T, thank God. Wow. Tucked, you can't be tucked up in a duvet. Oh, yes, I grew up pool. in Germany. I don't know anything uh, else but duvets. Where, what country did the duvet come from? It wasn't Germany, was it? Well, I, I don't know, but I never had anything but duvets. So you never had sheets and blankets as a youngster? No. You've missed out When I came over to England, yeah. I introduced my boyfriend with my duvet that I bring over, and yeah. I changed his habit from 
um, sheet, and I never understood what the heck was this. Duva, it's easier. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going on a slightly seedy track here. If you've got youngsters listening, well, then good for them. It is easier to make love in a, uh, underneath a duvet than under sheets and blankets that are tucked in, isn't it? Sheets and blankets. It's, what? What, what have it's you m too much, uh, too much hustle. Yeah, isn't it just? Oh yeah, and you can nicely be tucked up. I was tucked up every evening, especially in winter. <laughs> one, one, one side, uh, another left so shoulder, childish. one under the right shoulder, and one tuck underneath the feet. <laughs> so childish. Uh, no, I'm being childish, not you, Tululi. You're being excellent. I'm accurate. You are accurate and indeed excellent. What? Bless you, Tallulah. Thanks for calling. 0870 is the telephone number. Arguments and the best topic ever, duvets and uh, No one's called in to say they still use the sheet and the blanket. The t you can't tuck your kids in. It's shameful. It's nearly 6.14. The Time with Heathrow Express. The fastest way to Heathrow Airport. Timing is everything. In 1980, Audi launched Quattro Permanent All-Wheel Drive. It entered the rally world, winning one world championship after another. Then Quattro hit the racetrack. It was so successful, it was banned. Join us in celebrating its 25th anniversary on the 12th and 13th of November, when you can take a test drive and experience the unfair advantage of Quattro for yourself. You'll also be entered into our fantastic prize draw to win an Audi Driving Experience Day at Silverstone. For details, visit your local Audi centre, go to audi.co.uk forward slash 25 years, or call 0845 123 7775. Audi, Vorsprung Dirk Technik. Oxygen, fantastic waterside apartments in Royal Victoria Docks. Moments from Olympic City and Canary Wharf, due for completion in 2008, be first to buy with prices from £235,000. Call 020-7055-8000. Premier launch, Saturday and Sunday, the 12th and 13th of November. Call 020-7055-8000 or log on to oxygen.co.uk. Sorry, I've read a very funny text that's highly inappropriate. Time now for the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines with Sandy Wall. Thanks, Ian. A man has been jailed for life for strangling his girlfriend and then making an emotional appeal on television, claiming she'd gone missing. A mother's at the High Court challenging what she calls crazy confidentiality guidelines, which allow young girls to have abortions without their parents being told. And there's a massive police presence around Buckingham Palace this evening. The Chinese president is guest of honour. We'll have a full report on that state visit on the nightly news tonight. Heavy rain at first tonight. We'll dry up after midnight, quite chilly, 8 Celsius. Tomorrow, much cooler, a mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12 Celsius. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now from Simon Bennett. Yeah, the worst bits, uh, the M3 shut out of town, junction 2 to 3. The M25 down towards Lightwater after an accident probably won't open uh, for another hour, not before 7.30 anyway. Uh, also getting reports of an accident on the M25 anti-clockwise in Hertfordshire after junction 17 at Rickmansworth, slowing you down as you come round from junction 19. Uh, the Kingston one-way system solid with extra traffic heading for the A3 because of the M3 closure. We've got a broken down van on the westbound side of Maribone Road just past Madame Tussauds. Uh, queues back towards King's Cross. Thank you Peter for that. And the A22 shut southbound towards the M25. It shut the Wasps Lodge roundabout with an accident involving several vehicles and possibly a motorcycle too. Thank you Stefano for your call on that. And public transport you have a less frequent service running on the following lines. Uh, District and Victoria. The next update, 15 minutes away. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confused.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you.
I'd have lost you as a listener. I've upset you, have I? I do think you've gotten it wrong. Morning. You have to try and portray an objective point of view. If you want objective, if you just want balanced reporting, please don't listen to me. I urge you not to listen to me. What I will do is I'll give you my views. Nick Ferrari, weekday mornings from 7, London's LBC 97.3. something memorable. Test drive the new iGo by Toyota. Drive away from just 6745 or deposit of £149. See iGo.co.uk. We are gathered here to celebrate the life of Jim, a man for whom no one ever had a ban. Welcome to heaven, Jim. Thank you. Here, you will reap the reward of a virtuous life. Bathe in rivers of liquid stardust. Soar through the skies with mighty feathered wings. And dance in crystal ballrooms. What say you, Jim? Oh, I'd rather be at home. Oh. Digital TV, broadband, phone and video on demand. Home Choice, your digital home network. Visit homechoice.co.uk for more details. Subject to local availability, BT phone line and a 12-month contract. The three-hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. What? Hmm? Oh, hey, hello there, for goodness sakes. Um, oh, thank you, Lawrence. Uh, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. He says as he picks up the pen, he's just thrown on the floor. Duvets, arguments. Just uh, by the way, did, did some people are getting we're getting some very stoppy texts and emails. Don't don't worry about the arguments. We, we we're all still friends. Okay, there have been one or two people that got a bit carried away. We're just arguing to show to prove how exciting, how cathartic, how refreshing it is to have a. Everyone says, oh, you shouldn't argue. Oh, no, 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 you shouldn't argue. You should sit down and discuss it. Uh, and sort of things like that. But no, it's, it's good to have a bit of a row. And, and, and still try and change someone's opinion and put forward an opinion, but do it passionately and do it powerfully. Uh, and then be friends at the end. That's what we're doing this evening. So if you want an argument, give us a call. I will take the exact opposite viewpoint to the one that you hold. And I will beat you in an argument. I've beaten everyone so far. It's, it, I'm a li I was hoping we'd get at least one arguer who, who could, you know, maybe uh, get a draw. But nowhere near. Nowhere near. Oh eight seven nine oh nine nine seven three. Steve the cabbie. Hello, Steve. Hello, Ian. Hello, mate. You're right. Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. What can I do for you, sir? Brentford. Oh, what? I've heard about fifty texts that just say Brentford. Oh, I know what it is. What is it? James O'Brien. Oh, that loser. What does he want? He's holding a text um, vote survey all through this week. Yeah. To see which football team Londoners support. But why is he holding it through my show? No, he's not. He's holding it through his own show all this week. But what, then why... I, I, what, why is it that um, he's... Why am I getting texts that say Brentford in this show? I've had about I, 50. I'm guessing. Now, they, he suggested today that if everybody who supported Brentford texted in the word Brentford, they yeah. would begin to appear on the league somewhere. Oh. So maybe someone's... I'm guessing that maybe someone's put this up on a website somewhere or something. I think so. Yeah. So everybody who supports Brentford is going to text the word Brentford to the station. Oh, crikey. Well, this pushes up the text league. I'm not bothered at all. Uh, d d Steve, who do you support? West Ham. Now, I don't see, now I've, I've got myself into a cul-de-sac here. I know nothing about football. Are they good? Well, they're excellent, yeah, of course. Oh. Steve, we'll end it there. This is, <laughs> I'm so not a bloke. I can't do the football arguments. I asked, I knew there was a question you had to ask, and the question is, what team do you support? That's, that's the standard question. Uh, and then, then what do you say? I don't know where it goes. I don't know where that conversation goes from there. And there is a route that that conversation follows. Or you either say, I guess it's something like, oh, I didn't do, not doing well at the moment, aren't they? Or, 
What do, what do you think? They're doing better than lo last year was a good year, isn't it? Or they're doing better than I don't know. I know nothing about it. If anyone knows, if anyone could tell me where that conversation should have gone then with Steve the cabbie, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Tiny Guna is uh, not texting in the shower as usual. Yes, she normally texts in it from the shower. Very strange people that do this. Uh, Lynn from Colney Heath. I've got an electric duvet, 4.5 tog. It goes up to 17 tog when switched on. What? Uh, what uh, electric duvet? And that whole tog thing, I never quite understand. Uh, Jerry's in the Tower Bridge. Hello, Jerry. Jerry? Yeah, I'm in, um, Barnet. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, Jerry, what, what, what tog are you, Jerry? Oh, about 9.5, I think we are at home. Is that good? It's very good, yeah. If someone asked me that, I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> the fact that you've even attempted to answer it means you're a top bloke, Jerry. Thank you very much. What can I do for you, Jerry? I was just saying, when um, the quilt came in, I remember I'm in 6970. Good boy. My mum got a load on the cigarette coupons when we were kids, and we were still living in Mottingham. Did you have the thing? When we got our first duvet, about 1978, where every night we woke up for the first week, we woke up and the duvet was on the floor, because we just kicked it off in our sleep. I still do. Really? Yeah. Are you a, a, a violent man in your sleep, are you, Jerry? No, I just get too hot. Yeah. They are, they're, they're strange things. I'm never quite sure. I don't think we could ever, I, I've still got a blanket box, but I don't have any blankets. Uh, well, what's that all about? Uh, 0870 Pat's in the Brentwood. Hello, Pat. Hello, Ian. Hello, Pat. Hey, it's the first time caller. Bless you. Thank you for calling. How are you feeling? Um, okay. Okay, now, yeah. do you want, do you want an argument with me? Oh, no, I'm not very good at No, no, okay, no. Neither I want to tell you about my dad. Oh, go on. Um, I bought him a uh, duvet because he has trouble making the bed. He's got a bad back. Yeah. So I put it all on for him, done it all, and I don't live near him, but the next time I went down there, yeah. he's using it as a rug on the floor. Oh, no, he's not. He's back to his blanket. Oh, bless him. He can't stand the two. Why? <laughs> now, this, this is the interesting, because we're getting a fresh outlook on this. Why can't... What doesn't he like specifically about the duvet? It don't keep on the bed, he says. Yeah, that's he likes the thing. to tuck his blankets in, yeah. and, you know, it's really... Strange, but on the floor is a rug, you know. I so this is the thing. This is what I was saying when we got our duvet for the first couple of weeks. They, you'd wake up, they'd be on the floor, and I think we, I'm sure I remember, and I could be wrong. I'm sure that we watched a program on the television that told you how you how you sleep in your duvet, how you you keep the duvet on your bed. Because we every morning we'd all come downstairs, my mum, my sister, and everyone, and we go, yeah, the duvet fell off again. And yeah, it's strange. But years ago, that that my man used to have an eider down, which was really similar to a duvet. Oh, is it? So are you saying that maybe the Swiss or the Swedes or whoever it is well, uh, yeah. stole it from us? It was made of all feathers. That's why it was called Eiderdown. Mm. And it was very similar to a duvet, but they still put sheets and blankets on the bed and they had that on the top. Now, uh, have you ever, uh, Pat, would you ever go back to blankets and sheets? No, never. No. It's, it's, it's the biggest hassle in the world, isn't it? What's this? Uh, sorry, email. Uh, Lorraine has sent this email. Ian, you're actually quite attractive. Must say I've never noticed before. Anybody, what about this Xbox and ladies and gentlemen evening we're supposed to be having? What? What the hell is going on there? Chavy Vicky has sent in a text, uh, an email with swear words in. This, what, this is, the whole show is, I'm being accused of being a racist. It, the whole show's degenerated into something. I feel, I feel angry again. Raheem in the Heathrow. Heathrow? Who said anything about Heathrow? I'm in Ballon, mate. Make it good. Make, make it good. I've been hanging on for half an hour, first of all, trying to get through. Jay, what's the point in telling people to call up if then you don't answer the phone? You've been on the line for one minute. One minute and One eight. minute this time. I was on the phone for half an hour, mate. Ring, mm. ring, ring, ring. Do you ring, know why, Raheem? 
Listen, I was full of phone up. Do you know why? Do you know why? Women. Do you know what? Raheem, Raheem, Raheem. No, no, this is awful. This is awful. Talk about something else. No, listen. I want to talk. I want to address the point. Each point as you raise it. Okay. Forget the other point. You've been you've been waiting for a long time to get through because this is a popular popular show. That's why. You've called one of the most popular oh. shows on the radio. Raheem. Oh, you got to come up better than that, Ian. Oh, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm just, I'm just warming up. I'm still doing my stretches. What have you got listen, for me, like, come on. Listen, to your arguments. For, yeah. Listen, first of all, I had a little bit of sympathy with you, mate. Yeah. I thought, all these non, all these muppets phoning up, having an argument. Oh, sorry, Ian, I'm feeling, I'm feeling. What a load of rubbish. And then I'm thinking to myself, hold on, it takes two hands to clap, me. And there's one person who's in every argument making all the arguments rubbish. And that's you! You finished, Raheem. Uh, what do you want me to say? Oh, my goodness. I haven't even got started yet, mate. I started off okay. really... Raheem, I went to the shop. Carry on. Yes. Uh, you carry on. You let me know when I can chip in. It is. I went down to the shop. Yeah. My missus sent me down to the shop. I've never even heard of half the ingredients she asked for. I spent 25 minutes rummaging around, looking up and down the aisle. Excuse me, mate. Have you got this? Excuse me, mate. Have you got that? The guy doesn't even know what I'm asking for. When I left the shop, she phoned me up and they gave me three more things. They, they, she didn't even put on the original list. So my first point was I was phoning up to talk about women. And then I got half an hour waiting on the phone to get through. I don't know. Uh, and your text messages. I must have texted you about ten times in the last six months. Not even once. Not once have you read them out. What's the point? Hello? We don't read your texts out, Raheem, because they're atrocious and boring. Oh, oh come on. Come on. You've got to do better than that, Ian. Well, I'm just, I've, I've, I've knocked that, that point into a hat. We don't read out your texts because they're boring. Because they're boring. Argument. Women. Argument. Come on. Women. And you know what? You're not the only Ian Lee because there was one in my class and his brother was called Stephen. Right, okay. Raheem, I'm confused. Which point, which point of your shoddy, weak argument? It's not even an argument. You just, you just ranted a bit. Which of those rants would you like me to address? I don't know, but it doesn't all feel good, mate. It's good, isn't it? Isn't it good <laughs> to get it all off <laughs> your chest? I can do. I could go home and be nice to my wife. <laughs> oh, it's exactly. Well, I see, I've done you a public service, mate, haven't I? <laughs> Raheem, listen, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Rubbish argument, but he was a nice fella. What a nice bloke. This is great fun. You know, someone's just tuned on. They're going, well, what the hell is going This is, this is shock jock, in inverted commas. Horrible, lazy phrase that doesn't really mean anything. We're arguing because it's brilliant to argue. Oh, man, it's so cathartic. You get an adrenaline rush. You get a bigger adrenaline rush than you get when you go to the gym. It's more adrenaline than when you have sex. It is the biggest rush. And it's fantastic, and you can be in complete control of it. And if you're intelligent enough, which unfortunately none of the arguments we've had on the line so far have been. They've all been quite thick. If you're intelligent enough, you can even persuade someone that their point of view is wrong, and that's an amazing feeling. If you can change their point of view totally, that's an amazing feeling. But that's, that's just a bonus. The, the, the best thing is having a good argument. But having a lot, we've just had a lot of people shouting and ranting, and that's not arguing. Arguing is, is putting forward a point. Yes, you put, put it forward, maybe a little bit aggressive if you want to. Putting forward a point, listening to someone else's point, and then responding. That's what it is. No one's done that yet. We've had lots of shouting and lots of abuse. In the last half hour, can we get some decent, intelligent arguments? 0870 I'll do some of your texts and emails after we've had a little bit of this. If you could learn the secrets of stock market millionaires, would you listen very carefully? Hi, I'm Darren Winters. I've taught over 12,000 people my strategies to generate immediate monthly cash flow and incredible long-term wealth from investing in the stock market. Whether complete beginner or expert, I'd like to show you how I believe you could maximize your returns whether the stock market goes up, down or sideways. 
In my free three-hour seminar, I'll also share with you my three essential skills to knowing exactly what to buy, when to buy, and when to sell, and reveal how I believe you could produce a second income from investing just one hour per week. I'll also explain why I feel right now could be one of the best times ever to start investing in the stock market. These free seminars, Your Way to Stock Market Wealth, are taking place in London and Heathrow this month at times to suit everyone. Places are limited, so book your free ticket now on 0870-112-1234. That's 0870-112-1234 or go to winninvesting.co.uk. The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Don't forget, today is the last day of our beard growing competition, Agent Chris. And my beard has to go tomorrow. Um, uh, oh, Nick, you've got a 20 second argument for me. Away you go. Yes, I have. I'd just like to say that I think you're really a nice guy and that uh, James O'Brien, um, I'm sure, is not in any sort of relationship with you at all. Nick, thank you very much. But you're wrong. I'm an absolute nasty prat, is the news. Available on DAB Digital Radio, London's LBC 97.3. At 6.30, I'm Sandy War. Hundreds of protesters are taking to the streets tonight. They're demonstrating against China's poor human rights record and the long-standing occupation of Tibet. The Chinese president, Hu Jintao, has arrived in the UK on a three-day visit. Extra police have been drafted into Sandgard at Buckingham Palace, where tonight he's dining with the Queen. A mother of two teenage daughters is challenging guidelines which allow children to have abortions without telling their parents this challenge at the High Court. Currently, doctors are allowed to respect the confidentiality of people under 16. A British tourist has been shot dead in Uganda. The man had apparently rescued four men whose boats had crashed in the Murchison Falls National Park. Ugandan authorities are investigating. Police have been given new powers to seize and destroy cars driven by uninsured drivers. Officers will use cameras linked to a database containing details of all vehicles registered in the UK, which are believed to be without insurance. The French government's bringing in a 50-year-old law to crack down on riots. Curfews could be imposed across the country, banning under-18s from the streets from 10 at night until 6 in the morning. Police tell us they've stopped £22 million worth of Class A drugs getting onto London streets in the last year. 108 people have been charged and hundreds of kilos of cocaine and heroin seized during the first year of a new operation. The Met say it's targeting the middlemen who link the major drug traffickers to pushers on the streets. England have delayed their verdict on whether Michael Vaughan will be able to feature in the first test against Pakistan. It's been revealed the captain will travel with the rest of the team to Multan ahead of Saturday's match. Vaughan will then undergo yet more tests. Later in London at 8 o'clock, upstairs at the Lion Pub on Stoke Newington Church Street, you can join the weekly chats on 20th century art and culture. There'll be heavy rain around at first tonight, but it will ease after midnight. Temperatures down to 8 Celsius. Tomorrow, much cooler, a mixture of sunshine and cloud, and a high of 12 Celsius. It's 6.32. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest travel news now from Simon Bennett. M3 still shut out of town. Will be for the next hour. That's what we're told. Between junctions uh, 2 and 3, the M25 to Lightwater. All the surrounding routes very busy indeed because of this. Even northbound on the M3 into the M25 is stacked up. That western and southern stretch of the M25 uh, near to the M3 junction. 
Junction, crawling on the approach. Uh, drivers are being diverted off at either Junction 10 or 13, the A3 and Staines, so those roads getting clogged up too. Uh, we've got reports of an accident on the anti-clockwise side in Hertfordshire, just after Junction 17 at Rickmansworth. Uh, also anti-clockwise on the southern stretch between Junction 6 and 5, Godston to 7 it's got a crash there. Broken down car on the Strand, this is going westbound, so heading away from London, just after Charing Cross Station towards Parliament Square. Uh, we're looking at uh, delays in the Rotherhithe Tunnel as well, northbound. Uh, traffic awful because of a breakdown there. Thank you, Dave, for that. Marylebone Road, breakdown westbound just past Madame Tussauds. A queues back towards King's Cross there. And the A22 shuts southbound towards the M25 at the Wasps Lodge roundabout with an accident involving several vehicles, possibly a motorcycle too. And we've got one lane closed on the A40 out of town now at the Target roundabout following an accident earlier on. Solid from the northern roundabout. Thank you, John, for your update. Half hour delays from the northern roundabout just as the voice circus, just to give you an idea of how bad those delays are. Uh, your next update in 15 minutes, LBC 97.3 Travel with Confused.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. Traffic lights, a dangerous place for van drivers. The light goes red and sploosh goes the sponge of the squeegee man. You didn't ask to have your windscreen cleaned and frankly, you didn't want it. Dirty water smeared across your once clean window. They don't even lift the wipers. They just see you van drivers as a fast ticket to a quick buck like everybody else. At least at Renault we give you something back. For your £99 deposit, business users can get any van from our range with 0% finance over four years, plus free ply lining. For more information, go to renault.co.uk. Renault. We love you guys. London's LBC 97.3. The 3R 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. 4 till 7, it's, it's a top slot, that is. Hello, you. It's been a cracking show, I think. Without blowing my own trumpet too loudly, for I cannot play the trumpet, I've enjoyed it. I don't know if you have. Uh, we've been celebrating the magic of arguments. I was talking about duvets. Well, no one has called in. I guess it's a dying thing now. I guess we can say officially it's dead. The sheet and the blanket in people's homes is dead. Uh, but in the, uh, the world of hospitals uh, and uh, rubbish hotels, it lives and breathes. Uh, Emelina's in the Bishop Stortford. Hello, Emelina. Hello, Ian. Hello, Emelina. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I've just remembered what I was saying before the news. I must remember this. Yeah? It is the last day of the beard growing competition. My beard will be hacked off my face tomorrow. I've got to get some new razor blades. Um, you always look good anyway. Oh, get, get, get out of here. What are you talking about? Uh, but if anyone is taking part in our competition, they've got to email the pictures in today. And then mm -hmm. we'll, announce, we'll announce the winner tomorrow. How's your beard coming on, Emelina? Well, I've got a go-to coming at the minute. Nice one. Excellent. Well, make sure you send in that, uh, that email, that picture in. We'll announce yeah. the winner later in the week. And we will put the pictures up of me and a mine and Agent Chris's beards, uh, probably tomorrow. I think mm -hmm. we'll put it up. And what can I do for you? Well, I've called to say that yeah. not only are you lying about the duvets, I have oh. six blankets on my bed. Oh, hang on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I I'm lying about duvets? Yes, you are. What about six blankets and two sheets in the summer and four in the winter. Crikey. You're crazy. So you don't have duvets in the house? I do. You do have duvets? Yes, but I don't use them. Uh, why do you have them and not use them? That's insanity, woman. <laughs> That's insane. It's just as insane as you saying that I'm never going to use them, because I do. What? Just that acid kicking. When, did you, what do you, when do you use them, then? I use them all the time. Oh, the sheets and the blankets. The sheets and the blankets. Two sheets in the 
in the winter right. with six blankets. Right. Four no blankets one. in the summer it's, with two sheets. I'm going to stop you there. It's never that cold that you need. It to, is in Stortford. That you need. Bishop Stortford is, 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 is sub Antarctic, is it? That you need no, six blankets. No, we're blank half an hour away from London Liverpool Street. <laughs> well, that's very specific. Now I know exactly how to get there. But so, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's so cold. You need six blankets. Yeah. And does this mean that you can uh, you can therefore be tucked into bed properly? I can, yes. Have you ever used duvets? Once, and that was in a hotel. And what did you think of them? They itch. Du what? Du duvets itch. Duvets itch? Yes. Well, they don't. Yes, they do. Where, how do they itch? I'm allergic to polyester. Ah, uh, ah, uh, now, uh, yes, you were using, uh, you were in a cheap hotel, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, They use those rubbish, it's like virtually polystyrene, it's like foam they have in there. You want a nice, rich eider-down duvet or something like that. Yeah. That would, what are those, uh, it's just feathers from a bird, that won't itch. The one it that, might. Well, it, you, it, you're correct, it might do if you're a little bit odd, as I, I, I believe you may be, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But so you're a big fan, of, do, do you not find it's a hassle having to make the bed though, with the sheets and the No, blankets? I don't, because I'm listening to you all the time. Nice, so you don't make the bed? No. And that now, ah, now this is something we should have brought up earlier on. There, there is no point in making the bed, is there? No. Because you're going to get back in the bed later on and make it messy again. Why even bother making it when you can have better things to do, like listening to LBC? Exactly, Emmeline. Uh, quick, very quickly, Emily, who's the best, sorry, I, I've forgotten, who's the best presenter on LBC 97.3? Ian Lee, definitely. Nice one, there you go. So I, I'd forgotten, I just needed to be reminded. I did forget. Uh, Abby's in the South Kensington. Hello, Robert. Hello, you. Robert. <clears throat> yeah, right, I'll yeah. pretend I didn't hear that. Okay, pretend you didn't hear it, but I didn't say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what can I do, Abby, what, what, you, you were on Clive's show again, weren't you? Are you yeah. trying to overtake Chavi Vicky as being the mental caller of the year? Yeah, yeah, I am, because I was on Nick's show this morning as well. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. You, you've done the whole... I've called him, ever. You did what? First time I've called him as well. I thought you said it's the first time you've pulled him. I thought, wow, crikey, he looks, uh... <laughs> no, I know Nick gets a bit no. fruity in the morning, but s still. <laughs> um, and was he, was he nice to you? He was alright. He's a big soft bear, isn't he? Uh, well... He's a big bear. He didn't talk to me for very long. I was well gutted. Well, I'll tell you why. Because he's selfish. No, because cause they get, they have so many calls in the morning, and also they get so, um, they've got so many things to cram in there. He'll, Nick, the thing about Nick Ferrari show, he'll do a top, a new topic, new subject every 15 minutes. That's insane. We've you managed, listen to him. Of course I listen to him. We've managed oh. to drag out two topics over three hours. That's how you do it. That's yeah, how you do it. Yeah, but they're good topics. The reason why you have to do them every 15 minutes is because they're... Oh, I'm not getting involved. You're on your... Listen, <laughs> you want to slag Nick Ferrari off, you go and do it on your own. I'm not getting involved, Abby. <laughs> it ain't nothing... I don't mind taking on James O'Brien, and in the past I've taken on Clive Ball. I ain't taking on Nick Ferrari. He'll sit <laughs> on me. He'll sit on me and eat me, for God's sakes. You're doing it now, aren't you? No, I'm not at all. Well, Abby, what, <laughs> what do you want? You must have called him for a reason. Yeah, I did. I wanted to say that I thought Chavy Vicky's arguing skills were quite good. No, 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 girl, this is girls. Girls arguing, isn't it? No. Mm. No, what? she didn't get shouty. She stayed calm the whole time. Yeah. But you know, you know what she did wrong, don't you? Tell, tell, I, I, I want to give you the chance to start this, because you do sound quite intelligent. I know you're going to college, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> even if it's only just to study music, which is uh, 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 not a real uh, subject. But, uh, no, okay. She did one thing, one major flaw with her argument that made her the weakest arguer that we've had so far. Have a think what it was. The one thing that I thought was when she went, oh, here we go. Nope. Oh, what was it then? Wasn't that? Other thing, she did one thing. When you're okay, Abby, I'm, I'm, you're going to you're work this out for me. When you have an argument, what's the basic idea of an argument? 
You put your point across. And then what happens? Shouting and getting stressed. No, it doesn't matter about shouting and getting stressed. You put your point across. And then what happens? And then the other person puts their point across. Excellent. And, and then what happens? Uh, and then what happens? You debate it. You debate it. So it goes back and forth. And you try. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen. Yeah. You speak. Then yeah. you listen again, then you and speak, and you try and you try and inch the argument forward, inch yeah. by inch, little by little, till you reach yeah. a conclusion, or you agree that you're never going to agree. Yeah. What Chavi Vicky did was she just kept talking. She just kept talking all the way through it, uh, and mm -hmm. didn't listen to, to one thing at all, and when I asked her to stop and listen, she refused to, because in her mind, an argument is just shouting and shouting and shouting. Yeah. She listened a bit more than some of the others, though. No, she didn't. She listened much less than some of the others. Hmm. <laughs> Rubbish. Well, Abby. I've, yeah. won I've won this argument, haven't I? Um, okay. I have been rinsed, but... Come on! Well, that was... Oh, I was about... Oh, that's so disappointing. <laughs> I was about to say that you were the best arguer so far, in that you were doing what an argument is. And this was a, a, a different argument altogether, because it was very calm and controlled. And it was the <laughs> debating thing. It was me saying something, you were listening and responding, and that's going back and forth. But then when I just said, I've won, you gave in, Abby! <laughs> you gave in! You were on a six out of ten! You've gone back down to a four and a half! Oh, well, I don't care. No, bless you. Abby, anything else? Sorry? Anything else? Uh. Can we look forward to hearing you on Clive Bull Show this evening? Probably. Will you send my love to Clive and his family when you speak to him? I'll try to. Abby, thank you very much. Um, Michael's in the Essex. Hello, Michael. Hi, uh, I, I sent you a quickie. Yep. Uh, about the Ida Downs, or where you want to call them duvets. Yep. Uh, my grandparents came over from Poland in 1903, and they came over actually with these types of things. Yes. And they called them Iverbats. I don't know what that meant. It could be Polish for either down. They called them what, Michael? Iverbacks. Iverbacks? Yes, I don't know what it means. Po do you not speak any Polish? No, none at all. Popacz na moja górek. <laughs> it means look at my cucumber. That's all I know. <laughs> useless, useless phrase. Look at my cucumber. Anyway, but 1903, they came over with 1903? Yeah, and if you look at any old documentaries or, um... I, I, I was watching the Beatles anthology. Would you class that as an old documentary? Not really. Okay, well... If you, if you look at any old films, you see the refugees, they had these things rolled up mm -hmm. with a belt round them or something, and they used to carry them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Michael, listen, thank you. So we, we take... We, it wasn't Terence Conran or, or t Terry Donovan. Remember, it was Terry Donovan, Jason Donovan's dad. He was, wasn't he, I think? They were, they were neighbours together. It was all very incestuous and very weird. Uh, 1903. Uh, listen, 0870 Coming up to the last quarter of an hour of the show. Uh, before the nightly news, then uh, Clive Paul, who is now my best friend, uh, coming on at 8 o'clock. Uh, if you want to have an argument, you still can. Uh, oh, Ian, he's still got a text here. Ian, just driven past Bishop Stortford. Don't worry about how to get there. It's not worth going to. From Craig. P.S. Give Vicky a slot on your show. <sighs> Arlene from the Edgeware is, thinks that Steve Allen is the best presenter on LBC. Hmm. Uh, and we're getting lots of sleazy texts in, so thank you very much for all of those. Always good to receive. If you want to have an argument, and it's an, it's, a, it's an argument which I know you can't win. I thought Abby did really well there, and it was proving, a lot of people thought arguments means you've got to shout. It means you've got to shout. doesn't mean that at all. You can shout, but as long as you're exchanging views and disagreeing, that's an argument. Abby did so well until the final hurdle when I said, I've beaten you. And she conceded. If she'd have stuck to her gun, she'd have got a six out of ten for that. If you want to have an argument with me, you can give us a call. I will take the opposite viewpoint to you, uh, and I will beat you in an argument. Uh, 0870 Into a couple of these texts. Sheets and blankets suck. They are itchy and horrible. Duvet's rule. <laughs> I never thought I'd get an email saying duvet's rule. Uh, that's from Ashley in the Wimbledon. Uh, and uh, Ian, oh, when I go away for work, all the hotels I stay at use sheets. I can never sleep properly in the Mikey in South Norm. P.S. I have an IKEA king size bed at home. Why are their duvet sizes different to everyone else's? 
6.44. The Time with Heathrow Express. The fastest way to Heathrow Airport. Timing is everything. Reason 323. Buy a 500 gram box of Fox's Luxury Biscuits and get one free. Reason 306. 24 440 milliliter cans of Carlsberg for only £9.99. More reasons to shop at Morrison's. With a Vodafone 3G data card plugged into your laptop, you can download large files whenever you want. And unlimited access is just £45 a month, excluding VAT. For details, call 08080 741 741. Vodafone. Make the most of now for your business. Subject to compatibility. Fair usage conditions and minimum contract apply. It's time now for the latest LBC 97.3 News Headlines with Sandy Wall. Hundreds of protesters are gathering outside Buckingham Palace to demonstrate against China's poor human rights record. A man who murdered his girlfriend and then reported her missing last Valentine's Day has been jailed for life. And police say they've stopped £22 million worth of Class A drugs getting onto London streets in the past 12 months. Heavy rain at first tonight will become dry after midnight. Quite chilly though, 8 Celsius. Tomorrow cooler, a mixture of sunshine and cloud and a high of 12. Thank you, Sandy. Let's get the latest. This travel news now from Simon Bennett. Many thanks to M3. Still shut out of town from the M25 to Junction 3. That's down towards Lightwater. Unlikely to reopen before 7.30 this evening. So you're diverting off at Junction 10 and the A and uh, 13 at the A3 and Staines, respectively. Uh, we've got problems on the M25 in Hertfordshire. Anti-clockwise, a lane block just after Junction 17 at Rickmansworth. That with an accident. And also on the southern stretch, one lane block between Junctions 6 and 5. Godston to Sevenoaks. That's on the anti-clockwise side as well. North Sacred Road eastbound. Thank you for your calls on this. Solid from Finchley to New Southgate. After that, jackknife lorry at the New Southgate lights. Uh, also looking busy, the Finchley High Road. Solid both ways, in fact, over the North Circuit Road. We're going to break down on the westbound side of the Strand, just after Charing Cross Station, and a breakdown in the Rotherhithe Tunnel going northbound. That means uh, traffic queuing on the approach. That coupled with the closure of the Limehouse Link Tunnel means pretty abysmal to the east of town. Uh, also a broken down van on the Marylebone Road. This is on the westbound side, uh, just past Madame Tussauds. Uh, queues back towards King's Cross for you there. District and Victoria Line delays and Southern and South West reporting delays at Clapham Junction following a broken down train. Your next update in 15 minutes. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confused.com. When it comes to car insurance, we'll do the legwork for you. Last month, when the mayor, Ken Livingston, was on with Nick Ferrari, things didn't go so smoothly. There are three ingredients required for a phone-in with the mayor of London, Ken Livingston. One of them is me. The other one is you to make the calls or send the emails. The third one would be Mayor Ken Livingston. He is delayed. Here's what happened next. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. The Julie line's got delays. Yes. The line's down. Will the mayor be on time this time? He's here to take your calls tomorrow morning. Nick Ferrari at breakfast. Weekday mornings from 7. London's LBC 97.3. If you've never invested in property, if you'd like to be a successful property investor but don't know where to start, if building a portfolio seems a bit confusing, then take the first step with Inside Track. Since joining Inside Track, I've purchased two properties abroad and one in the UK. My aim is to own 20 properties within five years. I know this is possible with the help of Inside Track. Take the first step by attending Inside Track's free introductory workshop. If you want to profit from property, don't go around the houses. Take the inside track.
Call 0870 or log on to insidetrack.co.uk. The three-hour, four till seven, Ian Lee, afternoon wireless show. There was uh, a text here. Oh, Rah Raheem in Ballam, who called in earlier on. He was a shouty fella, who was was a delight to argue with. He's texted in. I think he's gone... I'm worried now we've, we've let loose this monster. It's gone to his head a little bit. Hi, Ian, this is Raheem in Ballam, the shouter from earlier. What you just did then with Abby, that's not arguing, that's just debating. What I had was an argument, mate. Therapeutic and cathartic. You don't get your blood pressure up. Just one and trying to win. You've got to let go, man. Let go. Yeah. That's his day. Very passionate. Very strange. Uh, 087 Jules in the Pitney. Hello, Jules. Putney. What did I say? I was laughing. <laughs> Do you know what? I, was, I saw it there, and with your name and the place, it looked a little bit like Jean Pitney. And I, was, I had Jean Pitney in my head for a second. Jules in the Putney. Hello. Hello, Jules. You? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Well, you sound quite posh. At last, a little bit of class and glamour on the show. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, OK. Well, I'll take that back then. <laughs> I just want to tell you about my duvet. Duvet, no, it's Christmas, texted it, texted Mike from Guildford. We're getting duvet jokes. Unbelievable. <laughs> Go on, yes, tell me about your duvet, Jules. Um, well, I have a duvet. Yep. And I have a sheet. Jules, very quickly, would you say that te going out with someone for ten months is, t is a reason to celebrate an anniversary? Not, well, you can celebrate for anything you like, really. Depends it's on not what you really. Doing. A Chris from Seven Oaks is just texting. Ian, I'm picking up our girlfriend for our 11-month anniversary meal. You can't have an anniversary on 11 months. That's a girl thing, definitely. Wanting presents and kisses and things. Anyway, sorry, Jules. I won't interrupt you again, I promise. No, you're fine. You're fine. You carry bless on. You. You're really funny. I love you, actually. Oh, bless you. That's very kind. So you're, tell me about your duvet. You actually make my travelling hours quite entertaining. I right. sit and laugh, and people look at me in my car, and I think, oh, God, you're so funny. Oh, man. Do you know, the worst thing is, is when, like, sometimes I, sometimes I listen to the station car, sometimes I listen to music, my iPod, or other, other music stations, I do. Uh, and when there's a really good song comes on, and you're singing along with it, and then you stop at traffic lights, and you realise that the cars on either side of you is just watching you thinking, look at that. Idiots. <laughs> and you, the thing is, you've then, you've then either got to sort of act all humble and all, oh, or you've got to really go for it. And, st and I always go for it and start singing that song even louder to prove I'm not embarrassed, even though I is humiliated. Uh, Jules, sorry, we, we'll get to your point now, I promise you. Uh, please, <laughs> duvets. Fine. Yeah, well, I always have a sheet with mine anyway. On the bed? Yes. But not. And then a duvet, and then sometimes when it gets a little bit cold, I have my bear rug over me as well. So. Your bear rug? Yeah. Oh, please, please tell me this has got a bear's head on it. No. Oh. No. That would be kind of sexy. No, it's, it's a synthetic one. Oh, that's a shame. I, 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 obviously, I, you know, you shouldn't kill animals and whatever for that kind of thing. But there's something quite sexy about a bear rug that's actually a bear and it's a bear head with its teeth. <laughs> I always find that. But when was the last time you used sheets and blankets? Back in the 70s. Mmm. They're, they're so in I can't believe that we used to use them. They're so inconvenient. Well, I was brought up with a sheet, a blanket, one of those itchy, horrible blankets, yeah. and an eider down. Yeah. Kids these days, Jules. I don't want to sound like an old man, but I'm going to. Kids these days, I'm going to flipping clue. Jason's just texting. There's a cravat on Hollyoaks. You see what we see? What we start? You see what we've started here? Debbie's in the traffic jam. Hello, Debbie. Hi, Ian. Hello, Debbie. You're right. I'm fine, how are you? I am fine, I'm gonna have a... I am going to my favourite Chinese restaurant this evening to see a couple of friends I've not seen for ages. I'm really excited, so I'm, I'm, I'm in a very good mood. Yeah, it's good. What can I do for you, Debbie? I'm gonna have about continental quilts, because that's what they were called when I was young, when Con I was younger. Conti I'm guessing, I'm guessing you're about 34? Yeah, no, 30... <clears throat> a couple of years older than 39. that. 39. Uh, 
No, a bit younger, please. 37. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember, because this is what I was saying, when they first came over, they were the continent, and because, oh, it's continent, oh, it's continental, it is very sexy, because yeah. it is the continental quilt. Only we never had them when they first came over. I was one of the unlucky ones, and we didn't get a continental quilt yeah. until the mid-80s. Oh, really? Oh, Debbie, yeah. you must have been poor. Yeah, but not really. I mean, you know, not compared to the kids nowadays, like you say, they don't know they're born. Well, Agent you know? Chris, Agent Chris, he's 25, bless him, he's a youngster. He, he thought... He's always been brought up with, with the continental quilt, the duvet, as the norm. And when I told him that when I was a kid we used to have sheets and blankets, mm. he thought I was taking the mick. He yeah. thought I was making it up. Well, we had, we, my mum used to do home help. Yeah. And uh, the old, one of the, one of the old ladies she used to look after used to knit blankets for us. Not that we, we you know, we could afford our own blankets. But but she, she just wanted to knit these blankets and she used to knit little squares and put them all together. Yeah. And we had that with a blanket yeah. and our sheets and... Debbie, when you go and stay in a hotel, uh, or go, yeah. or go to a hostel or anything, do, do you find, do you... How can I put this? Do you enjoy the sheets and the blankets that they have? Yeah, I think it's lovely. Oh, I think it's white cotton sheets. Yeah, and with it with it nice turned over at the top. Yeah, yeah. And there's I something. Mean, now, I'm... Go on, sorry. But they, I mean, you can buy really lovely quilts now yeah. with with sheets, matching satin sheets, and satin. And, and they re yeah. Oh crikey! Yeah. I've never I've never slept in satin sheets. Well, neither have I, but oh, I'm okay. going to. Oh really? <laughs> why, why, why are you going to? Well, I'm having my bedroom decorated, yeah. and this is going to be the theme. So you're going you're to splash out on satin sheets? Yeah, why not? Mm. Why not? I, I would okay. love to splash out on satin sheets. I've yet to get the opportunity. Debbie, thank you very much. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. It's the last few minutes of the show. But you can use that number to give Clive Bull a call uh, at 8 o'clock. And uh, if you do give him a call, ask him. Uh, just say my best to him and his family. I hope everything's going well there. Uh, Andy's in the Greenwich. Hello, Andy. Hello, Ian. Andy, I believe you're up for an argument. Oh, I am. Stay yeah. there. Stay there. Mickey's in the Highbury. Hello, Mickey. Hello. How you doing? I'm fine, Mickey. What? You want to have an argument? I'll give it a go. Sir. I want to hear you and Andy have an argument. About? About. Uh, Andy, what do you fancy arguing about? About ten minutes. No, five. Uh, what? No, no, we're not talking time lengths, but... All right, argue about the length of the argument. Away you go. Oh, well. Oh, is this a five-minute argument or a ten-minute argument? We'll see how we go. Hello, Mickey. How you doing? All right. Yeah. Where'd you come from? Sorry? Well, where are no, you No, they're just supposed to be having an argument, not chatting each other oh, up. No, I need to know where he's from. Oh, no, you don't need to know where I'm from. What's the argument about time? Time we're taking on this argument is what the argument's about nothing else. No, that's... What, it's not for you to make the rules, is it? Well, I think they're already made, aren't they? We were told that was the, what we're supposed to be arguing about, so we should be. We don't have to take any notice of what Ian's saying, though. Yeah, but we are already. Do we? Yeah. Oh, so you just listen to anything he'd say? Of course. If he yeah, told you to stick your head in the oven... Uh, well, we all have to make our own views on some things, but on this one, it's an argument about the time and the length of the argument, and we're already arguing about it, so that's what the argument is, obviously. Well, it's not anymore. Well, not, it's not as far as I'm concerned. I think the subject's changed. Yeah, Although, changed. you know, the time's going on. I'm not even taking notes of how long it's taken, so... Really? Mm. So, your continuous references to the time has got nothing to do with us arguing about the time of the argument. And oh, you've got me. Huh? That's not bad. Mickey. That's not bad. Hello. Mickey, I think you came second there. Mickey, I'm going to say goodbye to you. Andy, stay there. You were pretty good arguing. I want you to argue now with Barry in the Chingford. Yeah, Away you're you go. so sexy. <laughs> Andy, you're talking to Barry. Hello, Hello Barry. Hello, mate. How's it going, Ian? You all right? All right. Not too bad, thanks. You're good. So what do you reckon about electrical uh, earthing systems on housing, then? Electrical earthing? 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about it, to be honest. Maybe you can inform me, and then I can argue with it. With well, you about it's, it. it's a permanent fixture. It's supposed to have it. It's a safety feature on housing, but a lot of houses haven't got it. Do they not? That's really bad. Yeah, I think... Are you so. responsible for fitting them? Uh, I, I'm responsible for, for, for fitting some, yeah. Right, and and why should we have them? Well, because it's a safety feature. It prevents the, earth, uh, the electrical current going through you to ground. It uh, it goes through the earth and the system. Is this electrical or, or from thunder, uh, lightning strikes? Uh, electrical. I can do lightning strike protection as well if you need that. Earth and it's all the same, so... No, but how, often, uh, how many times have you been struck by lightning? I've never been struck by lightning. How many times have oh. you been struck by lightning? Oh, you're selling useless equipment, really, aren't you, that we don't really need? It's not... I'm not selling anything. It's a service, mate. Okay, so you're... You're providing a service that isn't really necessary. I'm so you're providing a service like you're fleecing people. Absolutely necessary to prevent you becoming the conductor, taking the electricity down to earth. But I can wear rubber shoes. No, but even if you've got rubber shoes on, if the vault's over 240, you're doomed. Barry, I'm going to interrupt Barry. Thank you very much, Andy. Stay, Andy, you're you're brilliant at arguing. Oh, well, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. A, I don't like arguing really. You're, you're, oh, you don't like it. You're an expert. Speak to. Have a row with Jamie in the Hacknell. Oh, Jamie. Even the name gets me going. In terms of an argument. <laughs> Hello, Jamie? Come on, mate. What do you want to argue about? Uh, well, seeing as you're so good here, why don't you start it off? Well... Andy, Andy, I want you to argue the fact that I'm a load of rubbish at presenting on LBC. Oh, right, yeah, I think Ian's um, actually a load of rubbish presenting on LBC because I, I actually phoned up about my girlfriend trying to make a, a prawn cocktail salad. Um, in my car after just binding in the ingredients, and they ignored me. So I'm not happy about that in terms of that, so I think Ian's a bit rubbish. Well, no, he's a top man, because I don't think I'd waste my time arguing with you over there. Yeah, but now the, uh, the car smells of prawns. She didn't get to, um, mashing the avocado up, luckily. <laughs> but I, no, really, I think that's a more interesting topic than arguing, in a way. How do you figure that out? An argument's all about getting your point across. You're just... Making a statement. Oh, I know, but I didn't want to have an argument originally. I wasn't planning to have an argument. We had one. <laughs> so what, why are you ringing up the station when the whole argument's about arguing? You're ringing up um, the station about arguing and making a statement. No, I hadn't actually heard what Ian was presenting. I'd just turned the radio on. I thought I'd ring him up because the incident had just, just occurred. But don't you think he should take more notice of listeners and what they want to talk about? Jamie, I'm going to say goodbye. Andy! You yes, were spot on, mate. The best argument we've had all day. Thank you very much for that. Andy is definitely the best arguer. Stick around. Clive Ball coming up at 8 o'clock. Now it's time for the nightly news with Sandy War. This show is completely transparent. If Ian Lee offers you any advice, don't take it. If Ian Lee offends you, he didn't...